0: Joe Puma, mostly cloudy, a high of 46. Tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintry mix possible overnight, a low of 31. Tomorrow, rain in the morning, possible, otherwise mostly cloudy, high of 47. Uh, temperatures will fall in the afternoon. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds and colder, a high of 30. Right now, radio Bloomington, it is 46 degrees. Where should I begin? Can we talk about this? Say, so what are you trying to say?
1: Beyond the usual controversial talk.
0: Blah
2: blah
1: blah blah. Oh, no, no, no no
2: Over there
3: cha-cha-cha one, two, cha-cha-cha
2: prepare yourself okay
4: for Craig okay preparing a mighty new spectacle here articulate <laughs> stimulating yeah. Hits you right in the <laughs> <bing>. <laughs> there you go
2: you start becoming a team
4: this is The Craig Collins Show. Oh Jesus, oh God, no. On WJBC.
1: This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Now
4: your host.
0: He's a good man. Craig. It's Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Hanging out with you guys till 6 o'clock today. Uh, after me today, I have a schedule in front of me. I'm glad that Neil told me about this at some point. Uh, after me today there's going to be high school basketball at some point is that right because blake you usually do that stuff right yeah there's high school basketball okay all right see there you go so that's what's on after me i'm here till six uh i start off the show every two o'clock hour the first hour with you blake is my news guy neil will be in at three o'clock i wanted to talk to you about something right out of the gate something that i was thinking about last night Uh, it's actually something that's currently going on and you can't tell can you I don't know where you're going with this, and I'm scared. Fantastic! I have a hernia belt on my body.
5: You have?
0: I'm wearing a hernia belt, dude. Oh, uh, who? What? Hernia belt? You want to see it? No. Want to see it? I'll stand up. I can show it to you. Oh my! I'm gonna that... pick my shirt up just a little bit. Nah, no, I'm it's good. Get weird. Get you know, weird. You don't want to see it. You don't want to see is... it.
5: Oh wow! Look at
0: that. It's a whole big black uh, belt that I'm wearing around my stomach. Uh, I've brought this up a couple times now on the right. air. I didn't really intend to. Uh, I have a hernia. I have a little like my, you know, intestine sticks out of my belly button. Do you play with it? No, I don't want to play with it. Uh, I feel very afraid of it. I, I'm very, dude. I'm I'm petrified of it. And right. uh, a couple of days ago, my wife was like, "You know what? We should get a hernia belt so I can wear it at, at work because we sit." Right. I think I've actually mentioned this a time or two. We sit at like this, uh, this console, and I lean over the console a lot, and I have like a little step stool because we got like the bar stool seating and stuff. Right. And so, I think, and my wife kind of thinks that maybe it's making the the hernia worse. Like, there's a lot of core going on here maybe like the leaning over i don't know Do you think that makes any sense Uh, not a lot of sense right she bought the belt i accidentally air quotes left it at the gym on monday or on sunday night so i couldn't wear it yesterday accidentally just i was so disappointed that i didn't have it smart move thank you and then uh so we went back to the gym last night did some zumba some zumba yep i i did zumba for the second time i am i'm actually getting better According to the teacher, like, uh, she told right. my wife verbatim this after Zumba last night. Your man is really picking that up. Oh. I know. She got an eye for the Greg Collins show. You talking about Shannon, the the teacher? Shannon the DJ. I don't think Shannon has an eye for the Greg Collins show. Shannon the Zumba instructor. I I would think that at times maybe Shannon likes the Betty. Maybe oh. maybe she seems to be a little interested in being friends. Friends with the Betty oh. um, at best, or at least... Um, yeah, so she was telling me that I'm picking moves up. And then, so I was back there staring at the the belt. It's hanging in my little locker I have at the YMCA. And I was like, Betty's going to get mad if I leave it here again, by mistake, air quotes. Right. Took it home. Uh, woke up this morning, and it's sitting in, like, kind of an area near where I would walk out of the house. And just before I got out the door, man, and, and by the way, my wife, like, makes me lunch. Like, it actually happens. She yeah, hands so... me a lunch bag. I'm a small child. Yeah. I'm you're, aware. You're pampered. No, I know. She, she hands me my lunch in a little cooler and everything. And then she glanced down and saw the hernia belt. She's like, "Oh, you gotta put that on." I was like, oh, "Yeah, I do. Oh. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta it. wear it to work." You put it on. You walk to the car and you take it right off. No, uh, uh-uh. uh I, I don't know, man. No, I listen. I, I'm, I'm whipped like that. I, I don't want shoes thrown at me. I don't want chancclas to be thrown in my That's direction. That's a you problem. I know it is. So I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. I've been walking around. Have you noticed any of my like walking being stranger? No, you got a more of a six pack today. I can see it. Really? Yeah. Well, your shirt's tight. Oh no, it's not. Is it? Well, I can see the six-pack like ripping. But there is the no right. <laughs> you just kidding, man? See, sometimes right. we have a similar problem. You and I, uh, we both like sarcasm. Right. Are you a fan of the sarcasm? I love it. Oh, me too. I'm such a big fan. Thrive. Uh, but every so often, and even listening back to like things we do on this very radio show, I think sometimes you deliver it. I deliver it too serious. Like, I think it's comedy because I'm in there. I'm I'm throwing it out. I'm like, right. this is the most hilarious thing I've ever said. I get home or I, I see somebody out on the street and they're like, yeah, you were being really serious. And like, no, those well, were. Yeah, it's sarcasm. Right. So I miss your sarcasm right. half the time. I just believe you. Or no. I'm just a gullible idiot. It's Everybody one or the other.
5: 95% of the time I just blow smoke.
0: Apparently. Um, but so I just wanted to reflect for a second at the start of my show today. Like, today is an old moment. I've had old moments over the last few years. Um. Moments where. I feel like I'm on I'm on the wrong side of aging, you know. Like my 20s, even my earlier 30s. I'm 34 now, so I'm not that old. Uh, I know. Hey, 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 you, this guy. Ooh, that's good. There's a bunch <laughs> of people listening right now. Like 34 is young, right? But you, no. Yeah. I I have the wrong guy in studio with me. Um, I've had old moments. I remember the first time I, I got a different uh, radio job, and I played basketball against some of the other guys that I worked with, and I was pretty good at basketball in college. And I just couldn't do the same stuff on the on the court anymore. I didn't have the you needed the, the hernia belt. Well, no, this is before the hernia belt. I didn't have the legs for it. I didn't have right. And that's like an old moment, like yeah. you know, when you when you start to lose the abilities that you were you were used to having, you start to feel. And today, man, wearing this hernia belt all day today, like I feel old. I feel like what is going on in the in the Collins body, head to toe. Uh, and it would be it'd be my fourth surgery on my stomach. Oh, when and if I get it, yeah. Because things have gone bad. I had one uh, for an appendectomy because my, my appendix blew up. That's a big word. Tried to kill me. Yeah, an appendectomy. It's a right. big word. Uh, Can you spell it? Yeah, I think so. Appendectomy. It's not that hard to spell, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm right. not going to do it on the air okay. unless you give me the, the source of origin and you use it in a sentence. Uh, the stomach. Okay. No, that's <laughs> the country of origin. Right. Um. But no, so so I had, I had that happen. Then I, I got a hernia there, so then they, they did a surgery on that. And that was in my 20s. Then, just a, a year and a half ago, so my early 30s, I had the first one on my stomach, and it didn't take. It just wasn't interested. Ooh. So now i got I got to revisit that area. Four stomach surgeries, 34 years old, wearing a hernia belt to work today. It's a rough time to be uh, a college. It's not a good look. Okay. But you couldn't tell at all, huh? No. All you, right. you look more fit today. Do I? Yeah. Well, that's just because my stomach's getting pulled in by the hernia belt. Well, maybe you've been doing some Zumba. Oh, I have been doing Zumba. Again, I was, I was really... Um, Happy that the teacher thought I was good or better. I shouldn't say oh, good yet. So you sucked the first time. That's what that means. I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah. dude, like, the, have you done the Zumba? I did it one time. Okay. When did you do this? Uh, in college. All right. Uh, how did your teacher do? Was she a was she a shower she was, or a, or like a doer? What do you mean by shower or a doer? So, <laughs> great question. <laughs> so my teacher currently is more of like a, I'm going to do the move to the music. The way you're supposed to do it, oh. and just kind of observe and get there. She's right. not really like a before the move happens instructional a shower. She's a doer. She does it, and then over time, she expects you to get them. So, so week one, man, I was I was going the wrong directions. I was offbeat. Mm. I, I, last night, I think I did pretty good. I was throwing a little bit more hips around. Oh, you know, I would yeah, it's Zumba. You gotta a little hips don't lie by Shakira. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, <laughs> hey, now I've been disappointed right. though. My wife, Latina. Uh, I thought she'd be great at Zumba, and I think I think she's just shy. Like I think the thing yeah. with Betty is she could do the moves the way the teacher is doing them, the way the the expert students are because yeah. that's it's in her wheelhouse. But she's been a little. But I was not shy last night. Do you have any like two pound dumbbells that you? No, 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 no. Oh, this is not. That's nah, rookie league then. What are you talking about? You guys did it with dumbbells? Yeah. That's not. Why would you do that? Because I want to get more fit, dude. I sweat like crazy in this. Act. Like I, I don't think I need yeah. any more challenges. This is a difficult you thing. take That hernia belt into the ring. I do. Like oh, I, I can't wear the hernia belt. <laughs> and a she, bucket of water. She actually that. got. That's. I think that's how it all started. She got mad at me when I showed up to the class right after because it's at like six thirty. So I have to rush home, pick her up, rush to YMCA, um, and she got mad that I wasn't wearing the belt in the class. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. The amount of heat that would come from my yeah, core, like having a belt on. I don't want that situation. It's hard enough doing the Zumba, and it gets more heavier by the sweat. Oh, ah, yeah. God, it's terrible. Yeah, no, imagine I the smell of that thing when you take. It I off. would not want to. I don't want to imagine it today. Today, I've been. Mm. I got the sweater on today. It's warm in this it studio warm, too. Right? By the way, right? Yeah, oh. you got the hoodie going.
5: Yeah. Okay. It's so hot in here. The walls are like sweat. You've been to a
0: bar. The walls just like sweat. No, I don't. I don't go to those kind of bars. No. Um, <laughs> before I take a break, because I will eventually uh, go to actual topics and not just myself. I want to ask you, though, at 23 years old, like, have you had a moment? Here's another one for me. Another, like, right. I'm getting older. My hair is starting to fall out. And I noticed it in my 20s. Like, I could tell that, like, the juvenile hairline was gone. The, the you know, the Preceded. U-shape yeah. was happening. And I was like, ah, oh, this is bad. And now in my 30s, what makes me feel even older is, is regular people. Just people that don't even know me. Are like, ah, oh, man, you're losing hair in the back. Ooh. have you seen the back of the head have you shook in your head and got uh when it says maybe next time Like I, a ball? thanks bud <laughs> it's this guy i still have hair have right. you noticed it though when i go hatless do you see the the it's going do you put gel in your hair
5: yeah I, okay then i don't notice when you do okay when you do gel it i
0: don't try to i don't try to like you know the comb over it though wave. yeah but before i break this is the question i just asked you uh do you, have you had any older feeling moments or are you still immune to them yeah. at 23 the other
5: morning i woke up a like, lot 5 a.m. and I was reading the paper and drinking a cup of coffee,
0: listening to the radio. <laughs> and then I realized, wow. No, no, no. You are nope. old. You and Neil Doyle are unique in that one way. What like you, you guys, I think you guys were friends in college because you were listening to the JBC in, in college, <laughs> and you, you somehow met each other. Was there a Facebook group and you were the only two members? Uh, yeah. Okay. And you're like, hey, man, oh, you're the other the guy. Living 40s in your 20s. I could see the two of you. Much older than now, doing the exact same thing you both do now. And Neil's actually sitting on a mic. I don't know if he's listening. Uh, but I, I can see the two of you like hitting a coffee shop, reading a, a nice New York Times, like just having a nice day to yourselves. Yeah. At 23. Yeah. End at seventy five. Like it's just that's it going to be change. There's right? No need, why right. change? Why
5: change? Why break a good thing? When you're comfortable, don't change.
0: Actually, that's funny. That's uh, something Mark uh, Strauss told me today. If it works, uh, you know, in the past, it's always mm-hmm. going to work, and that's going to be a jam that'll work for you and Neil forever. Mm-hmm. The the paper. I've never. I've literally never read a physical paper with you a cup take of coffee. That back right now. In my life. Why? Not, not one time in my life have I had a cup of coffee and a paper at the same time. I've never done that. Your life sucks. It does not suck. My life is great. You wear a hernia belt. Okay, my life does suck. <laughs> Quick break. I can't beat that. When I can't beat an argument, i got to take a commercial break. Right. A lot more coming up in just a second on AM 1230 WJBC. Let's see what else happens to me. Free in your app store. WJBC, this is the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230. I love our listeners. I love AM radio, man, because... Uh, you'll talk about something like a hernia on the air. You'll talk about, like, your health problems. Callers call in. They got tips. They can help Mm -hmm. you out. They can point you to the right doctor. They got numbers. They can fix this whole thing. I feel like at some point a doctor's just going to call in and be like, I'll do it. Actually, we have a morning show, Surgeon, don't we? Yeah. John? He's yeah. a good guy. Why don't we just do your hernia surgery live on live air? Live on the air. Let's I'm do down. It. Let's do it. That'd be a heck of a, let's do a radio promo around it. Let's raise money for a charity. Boom. Let's boy. do something like that. Uh, and then John Whelan will come in and knock me out live on air. I want to speak into the mic as I'm getting knocked unconscious. Like okay. I, I I just want to see what that radio show sounds let's like. Let's have a 5K fun run for money. There for we it. go. That I can't participate in. A 5K fun run. Uh, this is the Craig Collins Show. What's your name? On WJBC. Jim.
2: Yeah. Jim.
0: Hey, Jim. What do you want to say?
2: I just wanted to
0: remind you that Scott Miller got in a lot of trouble talking about his gout. Oh we yeah, he did. Oh, okay. he did. So that I is. Just cost me, man. That. Thank you, man. Way to look out. Uh, See, I told you the listeners look out for me. I will not. I will not gout it up. I won't do three hours of gout. I promise. <laughs> I can't Take, say the word gout keeping. That's fine. Face. Take a break here. A lot more uh, coming up on JBC. No more hernia. Yo, Puma. Let me move this weather thing or this news thing. Um, mostly cloudy. High of forty six. Um, tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintery mix possible overnight, a high of, or low of 31, excuse me. Tomorrow, rain in the morning possible, otherwise mostly cloudy, high of 47. Uh, temperatures will fall in the afternoon. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds and colder, a high of 30. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it's 46 degrees. It feels nice outside.
4: You're listening to The Great Collins Show on WJBC. It's
0: The Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Um... Blake, you didn't understand the uh, the thing you were stepping in, like the topic you were stepping in off the right. air a second ago. You said to me that, what did you say about ham? I'm going to go home and have a ham sandwich. Because you said like you're, you're excited about that. Yeah, I am. Ham's awful.
5: I haven't eaten. Oh, whoa, 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 Ham's
0: the worst of the meats. What are you throwing around? No. Hold on, I have a whole theory. Spam it's is kind the of worst a, of the meat. Wow, well, all right. But spam's not even, is that even a meat, really? Yeah, it is. I don't know what spam is. Yeah. It's, you don't kill a spam you don't, like, take down a, an animal that has Spam on it. Well, you can't on a computer. I, <laughs> spam is a mixture of meats, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really know. It's pink okay. slime. Yeah, it's, it's gross. That's what Spam is. But uh, Ham's the worst of the meats, and I have a whole reason why. I have a whole developed, it's kind of a, a Craig conspiracy, I guess. The Bermuda Triangle.
6: Aliens. The Illuminati. Is it an inside job? Are lizard people people, too? These are all questions that keep Craig Collins up at night. It's time for another... Craig Conspiracy.
0: Take me to your leader, Craig Craig. College. All right, so here's the thing. Um, Ham is the worst of the meats because bacon exists. And bacon is the best of the meats. No, And they're the same thing. Bacon makes your clothes stink. And here's where the conspiracy theory comes in. I think that chicken and steak have a bacon version. I think that we don't even know about it. There's a way to make, like, a... And I don't mean, like, turkey bacon, chicken bacon, because that's terrible. There's some, like, way to heighten chicken... To the level that bacon heightens meat, heightens ham, that they don't debut because they don't want to do that to, to ham. The ham industry would be over. If bacon yeah. weren't the best of the meat products, ham is easily the worst. No. If, if you get, like, a Subway sandwich, right. you're going turkey first. No, option one chicken chicken. Nah, chicken's rubbery at this Subway. Subway's not a sponsor, right? Are we? Are they a sponsor on the show? <laughs> uh, I hope not. Have they ever? <laughs> Subway's delicious. Uh, not in the chicken world. <laughs> in the other worlds. And if right. you're not going turkey... Uh, and actually, you, you should do the combo, though. You should do turkey and roast beef together and throw a little bacon on that. That's delicious. That's expensive. No, it is, but that's the best. Uh, then you're going roast beef. Ham is always third option. That's always the tail end. I remember as a kid when we'd go to the beach and mom would pack the lunch. Right. And it was the ham sandwich day. I just wouldn't eat. Collins yeah. would just be done. i would I
5: have a sand sandwich?
0: I, w- I would love a sand sandwich at that point. And it's yeah. only because every time I put ham in my face, I think about bacon and how much better it is. And that doesn't happen with chicken. That doesn't happen with steak. Steak is the best of the beefs. Yeah, that is That's pretty good. by yeah. far the best of the. Okay, beefs.
5: we're at, okay. Mount Rushmore of your meats.
0: Oh, Mount Rushmore, my meats is easy. Okay, steak. Well, and I can even I can tear them beyond steak. In that version of beef, is the best possible meat product any human can eat. Any human can make steak is. The premium of everything. A lot of meat talk. You know, it's, it's great. Yeah, we're, we ch- we switched from the uh, the hernia <laughs> to talk about the meat. Ooh. Hopefully that's better. I right. hope there's some meat farmers out there who, who enjoy this. Meat farmers. I, I don't know. Is that what they farm? They farm the meat, right? They farm the meats. M- meat grows on plants, doesn't it? That's on Bun Street. <laughs> anyway, steak is option one. Right. Um, and then like all the other beef products are somewhere in there. Chicken in any variety is option two through, like, nine. Okay, Because there's so many varieties of chicken, and they're all better than... Chicken strips. Chicken strips, chicken nuggets. Fajitas. Yeah, chicken fajitas, that's fine. Just regular chicken. I mean, I... So, if I had to give up things, because I'm giving up fast food right now, that's been hard. But if I had to give up, like, food products, and someone made me give up chicken, I'd be dead. I just wouldn't live, because I eat so much chicken. Because you put it in everything, man. Mm -hmm. My wife puts... um, Hot sauce on everything. She puts it on the popcorn. Okay. Puts it on oh, everything. yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. I can put chicken in anything, and even ice cream. I could eat it with oh, chicken. No, I could do it. I'm not saying
5: I want to do it. Could you eat some it. chicken talons? Yeah, I would eat, chicken, eat talons.
0: chicken talons. Well, you know, you dip them in ketchup. Never tried it before, but I'd at least one try, one time. There's no meat on chicken talons. All my other chicken experiences have been great. Uh, right now, all I can like filter it based on is other chicken experiences. Hi, I have never had a talon. To
5: Subway. What can I get you? Yeah, I'll take a foot-long chicken talon. <laughs> just
0: throw a bunch of talons on there, man. It'd yeah. be great. <laughs> I would try it. You would try chicken my talons. My chicken experience is, is always positive. There's mm. never been a chicken product I don't like. Have you eaten the gizzard? No. I, again, I get maybe I haven't been adventurous enough. Yeah, you see, you're
5: in. You're just going with the strips, the fajitas. You haven't ventured out to, like, no. eating the eyes, the I talons, haven't. the I, gizzards, oh, the beak. Duh,
0: but that's, oh. People fried the beaks. Yeah, but I wouldn't eat like an eye of anything. There's no eye. There's even if bacon, if it, I was wrapped in bacon, <laughs> Wait, <what>? I might <laughs> eat it. I might eat it if that it was wrapped like in bacon. That sounds like VeggieTales. does. It does sound like VeggieTales. <laughs> Wait, do you like VeggieTales? It ain't bad. Okay. I know the words to some of those songs. I just songs. get
5: really hungry when I watch.
0: Let's do this real quick. Okay. Uh, totally changing gears. Here we go. Switching gears for a second. What's the most embarrassing thing you know all the words to? Like you can sing all the words, maybe even like a collection mm. of things. What's the most embarrassing? I know a lot of Juice World. Okay, I that's not to. embarrassing. I think people right. think that's cool. Well, I some asked people. for embarrassing, and you said a rapper. Right. You're, you're the worst version of this game. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't really listen to like a lot of music. You're, you're sitting here, you're like, is Post Malone cool? I like that, I guess. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, the most streamed artist um, ever. You and embarrassing. I sing, yeah,
5: you and I were singing a song the other day about uh, what is it? The one Mark Charles was playing on air. Oh what, yeah, yeah, that's true. Wasn't was even
0: this one. I can't remember. Uh, Mm. the most embarrassing thing to me I discovered uh, recently and it's only embarrassing I guess because like my wife thinks it's it's embarrassing like because right now I'm a married guy so like my wife's opinion is 95% of the opinions I care about in this world the 5% is everybody else right but 95 is her and so uh, she has not seen very many Disney movies she grew up in Mexico wasn't really a thing I think she's seen a couple right Uh, Disney Plus has the new Aladdin the live action Aladdin that just came out of the Disney Plus we watched it I was complaining about some of the performances in it because it wasn't as good as the cartoon Mm. that I saw when I was a child. The cartoon came out in 92. You weren't alive yet. 92? Yeah. There was years before 96? Ah, this guy. Ah, this guy. You're out of the show. You're kicked out soon. Uh, The cartoon came out in 92. I was seven. I went to it in theaters. I remember, like, my mind was blown. Aladdin blew my mind, man. My little seven-year-old brain couldn't comprehend the genie. It was great. So I know the words to every one of those songs. Oh. And then because I had two older sisters... I know a lot of other Disney songs, like all the words.
5: I can sing Let It Go. Frozen. Can you?
0: Yeah. Uh, from Frozen. Do you want to build a snowman? No, let's not do that. Okay. We've been made fun of for singing on that. Yeah, radar. well, we can't rap. We can't do that. Well, you can't rap. Uh, well. I played Eminem, the Craig by The Craig Collins way. can't rap. Yeah, I played Eminem as my fake rapping. Talking and someone, dirty and rap. Someone went on the social media like, that Craig, he raps. <laughs> I don't like that. It's bad. <laughs> 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 Blake was the only one that rapped. Anyway, back to the Disney thing. Right. I know the words like to the part of your world. From The Little Mermaid. I can sing that whole song. Oh. I can sing a lot of the songs. The ones uh, that have the girl parts, I can hit them. Hit all that stuff. So I was singing the songs as we're watching the Cartoon Aladdin, because Betty was like, why do you think this you know, live action one is bad? And I'm like, well, the cartoon's better. So we watch it, and every time a song hit, man, I start singing the words kind of to it myself. It just comes out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. And Betty's looking at me. She's like, really, Craig? Really? And I'm like, well, that's the only, that's the only one I'll do. And then the next song, I'm coming in. It's you snout snar- <laughs> right back right. in her. Yeah, and, and I told her, I'm like, you know, there's a lot of other Disney, Mulan. I know the words to all the Mulan songs. Let
5: me ask you a question. All right, go ahead. How do we go from eyes on bacon to <laughs> singing
0: this song? I shifted gears. Oh, I forgot. I said it on the air. Right. I was like, let's completely shift gears. I have a different question for okay. you. You don't remember the show we do as we do it? Well, we were you talking are such about a tennis ball eyes human. on bacon, and I, I got we hungry,
5: then I was focusing on ham and the steaks and the
0: top. Well, you're. Here, right. hold on. You're from Clinton. Yes. I don't mean to dis- disparage the Clinton at all, mm. but I would imagine that you guys are adventurous with the food. Yeah, Small we, towns are adventurous with the food. We do a lot of meats. So have you eaten a gizzard or a face?
5: Uh, No, but I have slaughtered chickens.
0: Oh, man. Really?
5: And then I ate them that night. How old were you? Uh, this was a couple years ago. Just a couple years ago. Yeah, it was about one hundred and five outside, and it was disgusting.
0: Eight two nine two three four five. Uh, farmers can call in. Um, is, These Blake, is Blake more of a man than me? Because I I couldn't do that, man.
5: Well, I don't wear a hernia belt, <laughs> so that means yes.
0: <laughs> His, the shots are hard right now. <laughs> You're firing from all angles, right. uh, but no, I I can't. I couldn't envision killing a thing and then eating it. I would, you know, I'd name it. I'd bring it home. Well,
5: one time we had this have named betty
0: oh, don't no don't do that
5: don't do that not, not, do your that. Wife. not i'm your gonna wife. take a break right now and it just happened betty was delicious
0: no she's not yes. you watch your mouth sir <laughs> segment we're gonna take a break we're gonna talk about Meghan markle uh we're gonna talk about quite a few other things after this the oscars they did the nominations for the oscars the mm, other day yeah i think it was last morning and uh, people are upset about a few of the people left out Oscar's so white is a thing again. Mm. Uh so we can talk about that. We can talk about a lot of things after this on AM twelve thirty Betty the Cow. JBC. Every
3: day. You're saying the words that I want you to say.
0: There's a pain Craig Collins show. My hand won't go away. AM twelve thirty WJBC, hanging out with you guys till six o'clock. I gotta take another break in just a couple minutes because uh we run late sometimes talking about ham, talking about bacon. Uh, which is obviously again, bacon is like the the treat oh, of the meat world, right? Like, does bacon count as a meat by itself? Uh, yeah, BLT. I know, but it, it kind of feels like a dessert. It feels like the dessert of the meat world, you know what I mean? Like it's the tastiest, you can put it on a lot of stuff. It's just its its own unique but thing. But you can put chicken talons in ice cream. You can't put ham on a lot of stuff. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Ham and eggs. That's the only other option you could throw out there. Ham and chips,
5: ham sandwich. <laughs> that's that's two. Look at that, two <laughs> options in a matter of five seconds.
0: Uh huh. Would you put ham on the top of like uh, ham chips on the top of uh, popcorn? Ham chips. Yeah, like a little little bit of what? ham sprinkling. What's ham chips? You would do that? I don't know. You can do bacon bacon bits on top of popcorn. Yeah, sure. It tastes mm, great. No, you never had bacon and popcorn. No. Get on it, Blake. No. Uh, let's talk about Megxit. Megxit's a thing. Everybody's talking about it. They're calling it Megxit now. That is the Meghan Markle Prince Harry backing off of being royals. Uh, There's now a bunch of different products already available online. And so I'm impressed with people's ability to monetize things, like immediately. Because when was this announced? Two days ago? Yes. Okay. There's a bunch of products now available on Amazon, eBay, a bunch of the Internet world. You'll probably start seeing it in stores, I imagine. Uh, There is a cup called, there's a Megxit cup, uh, which has a definition for that term. Uh, when you leave the toxic relationship behind to start a new best life. Mm. That is the coffee cup with MegZit on it. There's Megxit t-shirts now. It says, keep calm and Megxit on. Oh. Are you surprised? No. That there's so many of these products? Tries to
5: make a dollar off of
0: everything. Yeah, I mean, you can sell. This This will sell. People will definitely make money off of this, and I, I wish we could get in on it. Do we have an idea? A Mezit idea? Ooh. Coffee cups seem to be a big one. Yeah, those are lame. Though. Okay, t-shirts are also big. Can you think of, like, a hat? Would we go hat? No, hats are lame. Left. Maybe some shoes that say, you know, uh, Megxit, uh something like about running. Run, you know, Megxit mile. A tat- oh, I got it.
5: Okay, go ahead. All right. One of those tattoos where you lick and stick, <laughs> and you can put it anywhere on your body, says Megxit. That's all it says? It's like lower back. Now, see, why do you always go lower back? Well, because that's where good
0: that re- tattoos are. <laughs> Megxit. The Imagine Megxit tattoo. Megxit on your lower back. That'd be nice. That's an interesting <laughs> idea. Right. Uh, the UK is nuts about this too, by the way, the British press, this is a headline from slate.com. The British press is losing its mind over Harry and Meghan. I really feel like it's their fault. Have you been at all interested in this story?
5: Well, they, they like to make you interested. The media likes to make you interested. Sure. And I really don't care. Okay. But the media makes me care about it.
0: But you, so you care because of the media though. You said you don't care, but you do care. I I don't care, but it's trying to follow the logic. Right. Okay. Um, Because the most interesting thing I saw was a comparison of 10 uh, Daily Mail. If you don't know what that is, that's an English-based website, magazine, whatever. Uh, But 10 Daily Mail headlines about um, Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. And they are all positive things about Kate Middleton, all 10. And Mm -hmm. they're the exact same thing, like touching your baby bump when you're pregnant. Uh, They said how cute it was when she did it. Then when Meghan does it, there's an article about how unhealthy it could be for your child. And there's mm-hmm. 10 of them.
5: She was always the outlier.
0: Yeah, they hated her. The, the British press hated this human being. And I don't usually say that often about the press, although I think some people in this country feel like the press might hate a guy. Yep. Um, but the British press hated Meghan Markle. And so now she's leaving, and now they're upset that she's leaving. It's like, now, what do you want from her? Right. I mean, do you really have to, with the, the example of Princess Diana, who is Harry's mom, by the way, that's his mom uh, and how terrible that all ended i also saw this recently uh, the bodyguard for princess diana who speaks out from time to time mm-hmm. said that she had a plan to move to the united states mm. she was about to uproot her family and get out of the uk too because of how much they hated her and she was born there she's not she wasn't a us citizen like meghan is or a canadian citizen whatever it is so i get her wanting to leave Let to me get back you, to other if, stuff if it was prince craig all right. What would you do? I'd do what the wife said. I'm I'm whipped, man. I'm oh, fully whipped. You would wear the belt. I would not. Yeah, I'm wearing the belt right now. Right. This is a conversa- it was so brief this morning, the yeah. conversation. You're going to put that on, right? Yes, I am, honey. I'll see you at uh, well, 6 o'clock.
5: <laughs> you without the hernia belt, like a
0: a supper without salt and pepper. I know. Exactly. You, can't, you just have to you have, just it. have it. You just got to have it once the decision's there. No, and I think that he's doing the right thing, man. I think that it was a toxic world for her. I do. I think that living in the U.K. with people who just hate you, you know, like it's it's one thing. I see a complaint every so often on the social media about me. I'm a radio guy, so I'm out there, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, can't really but I don't I don't get hammered like a Meghan Markle would. I'm not even at all in that league. And the one little comment every so often sticks in your brain. I can't imagine being her, walking the streets of London, and feeling like everybody hates you because every news organization is is crapping on you constantly. I, I would do the
5: same exact thing she's doing. and I would leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't Why? think... Why stay? Right. I don't think that it's, there's a debate here. I don't think that, that Harry should have convinced her to stay because it's awful. The whole the experience, and now he she's in that. Canada with her mom. Mm-hmm. Things are great now. I saw
5: Justin Trudeau was talking earlier is if they're going to have them in Canada, who pays for that?
0: Yeah, well, and who pays for the security specifically? Mm-hmm. So the one thing that it seems like everyone agrees on that the couple shouldn't have to pay for it because they will be financially independent. They'll pay for their right. daily expenses. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. And that's the goal. Uh, but the security is, is, is unique because the British government or British whatever, they require it for royals, so they're not allowed to just go without it. So they have to have security. And security sounds like it costs like a million bucks a year. I don't know. To have professional security to that level, I could do it. I think I could find a few of my family members. We could do it for a lot less than a million. That's Those all we're saying. Those over here and do it. I, I go talk to some of my guys in, in New Jersey, some of my guys in New York, oh. some of my Italian family. Those are hitmen. Wait, ah, Hold on. We're not hitmen. Right. We paint houses. We paint houses every so often if you need us to paint a house. We'll do that, and we could do it for much less than a million dollars. I'm just saying. Right. If Megan and Harry need to make a phone call, you call me. We'll figure this out. It won't be that hard. Oh, boy. Yes, it won't be a big deal, Don't worry. and nobody will mess with you. I promise that. If they mess with you, they'll, they'll have some problems. I don't like that. I'm just surprised how much it costs. A million right. bucks is a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a mega millions. Well, but you can't make a a, an, a family pay that amount. Like, that's too much. That's I don't know how much Megan's going to make on her acting. All right,
5: here you go. Here's go how they pay for it. Okay. They double the gas tax.
0: <laughs> what? And then the, the family... See, the taxpayers don't want to pay for it, though. Right. That's That's who they don't want. Well, welcome to Illinois. Do you know that they trademarked a bunch of stuff as, like, royal stuff? Really? uh all they're like they're gonna be merchandise people they're gonna write a tell-all there's gonna be a tell-all and they're There'll gonna be millionaires from that yep.
5: oprah will be involved
0: uh, oprah said she's not involved uh, there's well, already a rumor yeah you, you don't believe it no nah, she'll be involved all right uh, that's your conspiracy theory the theory of the day that oprah's lying oprah's lying she's about the megan deal. she's a liar All right, quick break. Allologist Joe Puma, mostly cloudy, a high of 46. Tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintry mix possible. Overnight, a low of 31. Uh, Tomorrow, rain in the morning possible, otherwise, mostly cloudy, high of 47. Temperatures will fall in the afternoon. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds and colder, a high of 30. Right now at Radio Bloomington, it is 46 degrees. Uh, This is the Craig Collins Show. (laughs) As I said, the Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Uh, Tom Brady has cleaned out his stuff, his suite at Gillette Stadium. His family has already moved to Greenwich, uh, uh, Greenwich, uh, Connecticut. There's a lot of things happening right now. A lot of stuff is going on. Tom Brady may officially be done with the Patriots. That is my assessment. That is not an actual public assessment quite yet. He will be a free agent on March 18th for the first time in his career. I don't think the Patriots want him. And I wonder how much he wants to stay there. And I have a lot of reasons why. Uh, first, though, I ask Neil Doyle, who likes uh, football, I think, as much as I do. Although I know you like the uh, Bears. Uh, do you think I'm right? I mean, I hope he retires. I hope he doesn't okay. play anymore. Oh, he's, no way. He's taking the, the TB12, man. He's, he's going to keep going. He can't stop himself. He's already said that he has no interest in retiring. He has more in the tank. So you think that, okay, wait, let me understand it better. Uh, when the Patriots sort of tell him, that he's not coming back to New England you hope that that encourages him to just hang it up i would hope so here's my other thing i mean i unless
6: new england's planning on trading for somebody mm-hmm. or making a trade to move up in the draft i mean and i could be wrong unless for some reason they have a first round pick this year from some trade that i'm not aware of but i don't think they have an early first round pick i, I don't know who they're going to get i mean and there right. it's not a custom for them to take a guy late in the first round or even second round. Oh, again, I know Brady was a, what, sixth round he a, or whatever he pick. Ed, like one of the last picks in the sixth round. But he, they're not going to risk picking somebody even late in the first round, some rookie. That's just not New England style. You don't okay. think about that.
0: Them drafting a quarterback late and going with some rookie quarterback. So this is the most common, um, um, I think, uh, uh, argument against my idea, is that New England doesn't have anybody. New England's not going to be able to go – you know, a season um, without being competitive. So they need to have a good quarterback in the position, a future quarterback in the position. So when and if Tommy ever is done. uh, But I think you're underestimating a few things, Neil Doyle. Uh, The first thing I think you're underestimating is how much Bill Belichick specifically wants freedom from Tom Brady. Uh, And I, I believe that he does because if you've ever worked anywhere, eight, two, nine, two, three, four, five, if you've ever worked on a team, even in school, when you did like a group project every so often, You feel like maybe you helped more than the other members of the team, but you're not getting all the credit. Someone else is getting it. And for that reason alone, Belichick is doing meeting after meeting with New England brass saying, give me a chance to scheme around anyone else. Tom Brady is right now considered to be the best quarterback that ever played this game. And he was a late sixth-round pick that I sculpted into the future of the team. Like, no one put him there. When Bledsoe got hurt and Brady went in, no one thought that was a permanent replacement situation, much less what it became, all the Super Bowls, everything else. And so Belichick said, like, look, the way you energize me, the way you keep me another 15 years or however long I do this, is you give me a chance to, to build a new human. And that gives him the credibility to say, best coach ever, most winningest coach ever, didn't matter the quarterback, because there are people, and I may be one of those people, Neil." that believes that Tom's success is partly because of the system he played in. Oh, I agree. Okay, and so then if you if you get anybody. So the idea right now, I think New England has the 23rd pick in the draft. They would go with Jordan Love at a Utah State, a good quarterback, a young quarterback, a first-round pick. Um, they bring back Josh McDaniels because he didn't get the chance to go anywhere else, and they let Josh, they let Bill try to sculpt Jordan into a good quarterback, and they they fill the void with other pieces, free agent pieces, whatever it is, until the time comes for Jordan to ascend. And I think that's the commitment you make. And I wish it were someone better for them. Tua obviously is great, but he's going to go in the top five, top ten. No way quarterbacks like that are sitting. Uh, but I think that, that Belichick believes he can develop anybody, especially people who are, you know, prototypical kind of NFL players. They're not necessarily the, the scrambling, runaround human beings that you're seeing a little bit more in the league, but the, the pocket passer guys, the guys who are very good, you know, throwing the football. Um, and that's that's what I think he wants. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if it's in the next week,
6: month, you see Brady and Belichick come into a press conference <laughs> together, and they both retire.
0: Okay, I don't think that's happening. I think it might. I think that if either one of them retires, the other one's even more stoked about the opportunity to do it alone. I don't know. I mean, they don't like each other, man.
6: No, but uh, you know, Belichick's been going. I know that it's all he knows how to do is coach, but yeah. it's you know he's been doing it a long time, right, to develop. Players the players that he has, I just it's, it's kind of getting to the point where I don't know if he wants to do that for another fair enough. five, ten years.
0: Belichick's the kind of guy who I think wakes up every day and makes a decision. Uh, you could see it in, in uh, the New York Jets, if you remember. He was the head coach of that, that franchise for like three days, I think. Uh, it was in his contract that when uh, Parcells stepped down, he gets to be head coach. Parcells Parcell steps down, he does two meetings, two days, and then he quits the third day. Belichick just sort of makes decisions, you know, and so I think if Tommy were gone, if, if Tom Brady actually did retire, Belichick would immediately change his mind. Because I think you're right. Right now in its current form, both those guys look tired. They look like tired, very successful people that no one would hold it against them if they just go home and don't come back. You know, like they, they both can have uh, sterling reputations for the rest of their lives and be considered some of the best that have ever done what they did currently. But if Belichick were to win a championship with some, some you know crappy you know free agent quarterback, Best coach ever. He no already, argument whatsoever. He, he's already. You think he is? Oh, yeah. He's also a cheater. I just want to point that oh, out real quick. Right. I <laughs> got, him, got him to be the best. <laughs> he did. That's true. He did. So that's, that's what I think is going to happen. I think it's interesting that the uh, the radio people, because here's the other reason that I disagree with the take that New England doesn't have anybody, so of course they bring Tommy back. He's going to want multiple years. Tom Brady thinks he's 25 years old. I think in his own brain, Tom is, is about as physically fit as like a 25 to 30-year-old human. He he would not admit to being a 40-something-year-old person. He just wouldn't. In his brain, he doesn't. The way he behaves. And he's, he's incredible. I couldn't imagine doing the Tom Brady diet. All the stuff that he does to stay in the shape that he's in. But he's not in his 20s or 30s anymore. And I don't think he knows it. I think the last person to know it is him. I'd take him two years on the Bears. You would? There you go. See, I'd take him a couple years on the Giants. Just... Give me two years with the defense we have right now. We've got
6: a couple a couple pieces offensively yeah. that he, you know, I think Tom could work with. I would take two years. So. You know
0: what's gonna be sad though when he goes somewhere else and he's real bad. And everybody says, ah, he's just old, but it's I think that's he's always been less good than I, I don't think he's the talent we all think he is. I think he got to work with the best mastermind in all his sports, who's also a cheater who does everything he can to win. And that's why Brady is so revered. It's Belichick. Belichick's behind everything, man. He's the guy behind every successful – Parcells wouldn't have been the coach without Belichick as part of his team.
6: I mean, yeah. These are my takes. I mean, Brady, Brady's pretty good, though. It was a yeah, match yeah, yeah. match
0: made uh, in okay. heaven. Okay. Yeah, take. you're right. You're right. He, uh, you know, has a, a lot of good things in his career, but I, we'll see. We'll see if he had played for anybody else. And if he does play for somebody else, he, uh, he'll shut me up. If Brady has one very good season with any other team in the league, I will apologize to this man on the air. I will wear a Tom Brady jersey to, to the to work. I'll do it. If he has a great season next year and it's not with the Pats, I will wear the jersey. I'll have to go buy it, and I'll wear it for a whole day, and I'll just be uncomfortable in it, but I'll wear it the whole time. you got to wear it for like a month. I know. Can I just do a day? Just a week. Just a to week? Work. Just to work. Can I do a week? You don't have to wear it anywhere okay. anywhere else, just in the workplace. So I can like yeah. hang it up um, at here at work and yeah. just wear it during the show, mm-hmm. just those four hours? I'll do a week. Okay. All right. And that's if he has, let's say, a top five season anywhere but, but New England. Top fair. five, yeah. okay, good, yeah, okay, good, fair. good. I'm, I like this bet. What are you going to do if I win? Are you the one betting me? Sure. All right. So then you've got to do an embarrassment bet if I win the bet, right?
6: Well, we got to assume he's going to play somewhere else, but
0: okay. Well, if all these things fall into place, then Neil, I need I need you to pay it off to me when he's like you know bottom five when he's in the the bottom ten in the league in quarterbacks. I need I need some sort of payment back. What are you going to do? I am trying to think. I don't know. All right. I would prefer. Uh, that you did something Eli Manning related. That's fair. Okay, good. That's good. See, because Eli, you, you know what you can do for a whole day and every newscast with Eli Manning was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. All right. Just every... <laughs> all right. Is Neil Doyle I'll, I'll, I'll on WJVC? Eli Manning was a better quarterback than Tom. That'd be. I'd be so happy. <laughs> Just one week of that all every right. newscast. All right. I'll throw it in. Fantastic. This bet <laughs> is going to take forever to pay off, <laughs> but it's going to be so sweet when it does. I'm going to play this whole this whole bit for you when this bet finally ends, if I win. If I lose, I'm going to pretend it never happened. I will deny, deny. Uh, Quick break. A lot more coming up in just a few
4: minutes on it. JBC.com. Promise that you'll never
3: find another like me.
2: Now
4: back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Um, The Oscar nominations are out. A bunch of people nominated for Oscar awards, but two huge snubs, maybe three huge snubs, actually, in my opinion. Uh, all actors and actresses. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, snubbed, not going to get a Best Supporting nod for her role in Hustlers. Uh, Aquafina, who recently won a Golden Globe, the first Asian woman to win a Golden Globe, I think, for Best Actress, uh, is not going to even get a nomination from the Oscars, so that's uh, pretty disappointing to you a lot. But the biggest one, the one I'm most disappointed about, Neil Doyle, Adam Sandler. He had a shot, man. He had an inside shot with the uncut gems. Um, He, you know, notably a a bad actor in bad movies most of his career, has a couple pretty good, um, you know, roles, but nothing that would have been Oscar worthy. But Uncut Gems is, and he's not even going to be able to go to the show. Uh, He actually had guaranteed, if he didn't get a nomination, that he would, he guaranteed he would make the worst movie ever made. And I think he'd throw a bunch of his buddies into it, uh, and it would definitely probably be a box office success. Uh, But that's what he said. He threatened and so now i'm looking forward to the worst movie ever made, but he deserved it man why 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 couldn't Adam Sandler get to say that he's an Oscar nominee I've that would have been great i've heard it's good i haven't got i haven't gotten to see it yet he's excellent man yeah. he's He's incredible and I think that he had a couple other uh roles he's done in his career. I, I think anyone can go back and watch Punch drunk love and be impressed with adam sandler the the more serious less comedic actor um, and that's true for a lot of guys that's you know Robin Williams was an incredible uh won an academy Award for his role in um in Pat no, not Patch Adams. He he. I think he was nominated for Patch Adams. He won one for the the movie with Matt Damon, the one that Matt Damon wrote, the one where he's a smart oh, yeah. guy. You I, know that why one? Can't I, think I can't think of the name either. of that either. So I love oh, that wait, movie. That's gonna bother me. I, I know, I me too. It's the one where he's a genius. Someone call in eight two nine two three four five. Fix this for us. Robin Williams plays a psychologist um, who's tasked with dealing with Matt Damon, who's this this savant human being. Uh, it's a great movie. It's really good. I can't. I don't have the name. I got to take a break. I might Google it. Are you Googling it? I'm Googling. Okay, Hang good. On. good, good, good. No, oh, it's three words. Do you know it? I and don't. I still don't know it. Um, I don't know why I don't know it. Goodwill Hunting. Ah, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. His name's in it. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. Okay, good talk. I <laughs> know, uh, but he's real good. Oh, look, the phones are lighting up. People yeah. just want to tell me what Neil just figured out. Uh, WJBC. What's your name? Is it Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Neil just got it too. Do you like that movie? Have you seen it? Loved it. Did you see Uncut Gems by chance with Adam Sandler? No, I have not, but I'll put it on my list. You'll be just as impressed as you were with Robin Williams. It's a real, real good movie. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing that you got to see. Um, and I'm just disappointed he can't say... Like, every bad movie he makes, you know, moving forward, when they come out with, like, Happy Gilmore 6... I just am d- disappointed that the trailer can't say Oscar-nominated Adam Sandler because that would have been so great. That's all we need. I know. He's, now he's got to do one more serious role to try to get it. But I think they snubbed these people, the Jennifer Lopez's and the Adam Sandler's, because they're not known to be good actors. So I think the Oscars just didn't even, like, they didn't consider it, you know? And so I think they need to, to loosen up to the ideas of an Adam Sandler or Jennifer Lopez being nominated and maybe even winning because that would have been the best. Uh, that would have been must-see TV. To watch Adam Sandler give a speech winning an Oscar. I literally, I would have been, I could have died happy after that. That's intense. All right, I'm going to take that back. (laughs) Quick break, a lot more coming up in just a few minutes on AM 1230 WJBC. Uh, Mostly cloudy, a high of 46. Tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintry mix possible overnight, a low of 31. Tomorrow, rain in the morning possible, otherwise mostly cloudy, a high of 47 with temperatures dropping in the afternoon. On Thursday, mix of sun and clouds and colder, a high of 30. Right now, Radio Bloomington. It is forty-six degrees.
4: You are listening to, to the Craig Collins
0: Show on WJBC. Craig Collins Show on AM twelve thirty WJBC. Hanging out with you guys until six o'clock. We got some high school basketball coming up uh, later on in the evening tonight. So uh, stay here all night long. Uh, are you watching the Jeopardy thing? The Jeopardy! greatest of all time, 829-2345. Give me a call if you've been captivated by this uh, tournament. Three of the best players in Jeopardy! history are all competing to take home a million bucks. Uh, Ken Jennings, to maybe no one's surprise, uh, is close to doing it. He could win the whole show tonight, I think, if he wins one more game. Um, so it's it's interesting. I, I read in a Wired.com that this is a singular event Nothing like this will ever happen again in television. It's sort of a a ridiculous kind of uh, coming together of events. Uh, James Holzhauer, one of the other players who's competing in this thing, um, he was a viral thing, right? Like, people knew about him who don't watch Jeopardy at all because of how differently he was playing that game, that game that we had seen played on TV for years and years and years. You're familiar with, with James Holzhauer, right? Yes. Okay, and it's just, is it because you work in radio, you think, Neil, or is it just because he became a household name?
6: I feel like it could be a little bit of both. I mean, he definitely did kind of change the way that Jeopardy! is yeah. looked at. So I, I would say probably a little bit of both.
0: Okay, because I think that kind of refreshed the interest, right? Like, Jeopardy! was the well, kind of thing that I think everybody sort of likes. Uh, it's always kind of there. And now, obviously, with um, the unfortunate health news um, from Alex Trebek, it's it's in a spotlight again. But I think the spotlight shined very bright on the show when Holzhauer Hauser was doing his thing. Uh, much bigger than it had shined for a long time. And maybe Ken Jennings is one of the other people that, that got national attention to be on it. But the fact that all three of these guys are uniting at a time where the host is is just somehow defying all logic by continuing to host the show while battling stage four cancer, um, it's, it's something surreal and something that this article says will never happen again. Caller, what's your name? Uh, this is Mary. Mary, are you watching this show?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so do you think it's must-watch TV first?
1: Uh, well, it is to me because I'm a Jeopardy
3: fan.
0: Gotcha. Um, are you impressed with how, with how competitive it's been, with, with how kind of intriguing, and the fact that it might all end tonight, right? If Ken wins again, he, he gets it, the million.
1: It could, but I hope it doesn't. Right. I, we're really, we're rooting for James.
0: Okay. Uh, why is that?
1: Because he has taken his previous winnings, and he and his wife have donated to some of the, uh, NGOs, I guess you would say, some of the uh, shelters and things in Las Vegas, they have donated to the pancreatic cancer research.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, they've
1: done more than just sit and write a book, which is what Ken did. And I'm not demeaning what he did. He did a great thing. I mean, by winning all this. Right. But they really put their money to good use. And I, I, well, we like him for one thing. We like the way he plays the game. And we just hope that he will win because we think he will also do something good with his
0: winnings. Well, I'll tell you, the thing I most agree with, and I agree with everything you just said about James, he seems like a really good person, which is interesting because he's a professional gambler who played the game like a gambler, but yet he seems to be, as you said, like doing a lot of great things with the money. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I don't want it to end tonight. Like the, the thing I most don't want to happen is for Ken to win because then it's over. Um, and, and Brad has just kind of forgotten. In all this is the third guy competing there, because uh, really, it's just interesting to see Ken Jennings and James Holzhauer go up against each other. Um, but thank you. Yeah, for calling. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in the show. Thanks. Anyone else? Eight, two, nine, two, three, four, five. That's watching this. It, it feels kind of like a sporting event, too. And Neil, I don't know if you've actually tuned into any of these episodes, but um, last night I had the, the choice of of a few different things. I could catch up on the, the the GOAT tournament, because I haven't seen all the episodes of the Jeopardy Greatest of All Time, or I could watch the NCAA championship game for the 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 football game, and I almost picked Jeopardy. I, I wound up not, but I almost picked it, because I think it's that intriguing to watch. It feels like a sporting event.
6: I haven't seen any of it yet, but from what I've read and from what you're explaining, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's been... Kind of, kind of fierce, fierce yeah. competition.
0: Well, and it, it's, it's when you get the best people doing something, right? Like, that's what sports is all designed to be. The NBA, all these, all these leagues are the people that are the best at something, all competing against it, and that's what brings you to your seat. More so than the fact, like, I like basketball, I played basketball. I watch the NBA because these, the, these are the true best people in the world doing something. And I think now after the fascination I've had with Jeopardy, the greatest of all time, and I was not. Like our caller, a big like go watch Jeopardy every night when you go home person, but to watch people at the height of their powers compete at something, I I might watch anything, man. I kind of want to watch more ping pong now. As insane as that sounds, I've seen a lot of videos of like the the experts playing that game and how long they can go on the volleys, and I might I might dive in. I might have a best ping, like a favorite ping pong player in a few months because it just seems like there's so many things out there where this opportunity exists.
6: And have we heard anything about? What what's going to happen with Alex when no. once this all is said and done? No, no, uh, no he did
0: he did uh, cool down the rumors that he was walking away soon. Um, he he said that he has been misunderstood in some of that stuff, and he has no intentions of retiring anytime in the in the near future. So even though he does want just thirty seconds at the end of whatever his last broadcast is going to wind up being, he says he's going to try to keep doing the show, which to me is like as must watch as anything else because it's incredible to watch the guy be Alex Trebek, and to understand, like, not even understand, because I don't, but, like, to try to understand what he's going through while doing this. It's that important of a show to him. It's that important of an experience to him, and he's important to the fans. And so it's been incredible to watch that uh, as a kind of side component to all this, too. You know? It's sort of like uh, the best way to compare it, and this is such a a terrible comparison because I don't want to belittle any of the struggles he's going through because it's not at all medically the same thing. But the famous games Michael Jordan would play where he was really sick, the flu game, whatever it is, watching Alex Trebek host a show, as silly as it sounds, I'm as impressed as I was with, like, professional athletes playing under very sick conditions and, you know, um, you know having great games like Michael Jordan used to when he'd get, you know, whatever his ailment would be. And I know it's much different. Medically, it's a far different thing. But watching Alex's kind of commitment to his craft is, is sort of, you know, uh, mind-boggling in and of itself. Yeah. And so that's another it's an, I might watch keep watching Jeopardy after just because I'm so impressed with that human, um, you know, but that's right. a
6: good way to compare it. Yeah. OK, yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah. I again, I don't want anyone to think like I'm comparing the flu to cancer. That's insane. No, I'm not yeah. I'm not at all trying to do that. But I am saying that it's as impressive to me. And as a little kid, I loved Michael Jordan. I was like I'm his biggest fan. So I, I remember like touting to my friends how incredible those things were. And I I get the same sense of, you know, like specialness. Uh, which I don't know if that's a word, but I get the same sense of uh, it's awe-inspiring. I guess is the best thing to say about it. Um, so yeah, if you're watching that show or something, eight two nine two three four five, feel free to call in. Tell me who you're rooting for. Tell me, you know, if it's captivated you as much as me. Uh, j- and I don't think we'll ever see something like it again. You know, I don't think The Price is Right will ever have a best contestants episode that I just have to watch. There's no other show actually. Maybe this is the big thing about why Jeopardy is special. I don't think there's any other. Um, um, show like that. Any other, like you know, game show that I would watch um, if the best players united to to play it? Is you, there any other game show? No, I was I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I, when it comes to game shows, I don't right. think there's anything that can kind of compete with this. Yeah, not even close, man. There's there's literally not a single other option. Call in with that too eight two nine two three four five. If you think there's another game show that actually would you know be more interesting with the best of the best playing it, I can't think of a single one. Uh, in other news, totally shifting gears, because uh, I like this story a lot, and Neil and I kind of talked about this yesterday. Uh, a story broke today. It's out of the dailystar.co.uk. That might be a tabloid, Neil. So, again, I apologize for the tabloids I bring on the show, but, hey, I'm assuming it's a true story. Uh, there's a guy named Rob Spence. He is going to replace an eye that he lost, which has been you know kind of a glass eye for a while, with a a robot metallic um, prosthetic eye has a video camera in it. It sounds like it's got some some cyborg capabilities to it. I'm excited about these things, man. I'm down in this world. I talked about yesterday how I would love to put an Alexa inside me, you know, which sounds just weird. It's a weird phrase, right? Maybe that's the first T-shirt for the Craig Collins Show. <laughs> put Alexa in me, Craig Collins Show. That'll go very poorly. I think management is already calling and asking me to change topics. But, uh I I think this is cool. This guy's going to have a a new eye that's 100%, you know, automated, prosthetic, uh, whatever. And I think we're going to see more of this stuff. Robots are in all of us. Would you rather do the eye or would you rather have Alexa? I think you can Alexa enable the eye. So I think I can do both. (laughs) I think I can get the best of all worlds. I I knew that was going to be the answer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a Wi-Fi eye. It's got a camera and stuff in it. Come on. And you just got to add the app and you're golden. Sounds so cool. I really am serious about that, by the way. And I don't want to you know, uh, harp on it too much. I saw another story that I'll get to later on in the show about how this company in Russia is willing to freeze you. Uh, They'll keep you, like, right when you're about to go, they'll freeze you for, like, $30,000 and then keep you frozen until they can cure whatever your problem was and bring you on back. I am not... There's. Let me say it this way, because there was a headline that did this, too. There is a non-zero percent chance that I'm one of those people whenever the time comes. There is a non-zero percent chance that I freeze myself uh, Walt but, Disney style, and just hope for the best. You'll be like Han Solo. I know, man. In the frozen oh, chamber. Or dude, that'd be great. I hope I freeze in that like with my two arms up like that, <laughs> the Han Solo move. I'll do something silly. Right when they, they freeze me until they're ready to, to, to thaw me. I would love that. I, I don't know. I want to be on this earth as many days as possible. I'll do everything I can to stay. Uh, the absolute thing in my will will be do not pull the plug. Let any version of Craig keep living on. I don't care. I don't care at all. Is that is that wrong? I don't want to be frozen. No? No. no. For 30 grand, it's not even that much money. No. I'm not saying don't. I have it. I'm just saying it's not... I would expect a few million for this kind of thing. Yeah, don't freeze me. I okay. don't want to be frozen. Russia will freeze me. I don't know if I trust Russia with a lot of stuff, but to freeze me, that's fine. <laughs> Once I'm ready, yeah, it's, I'll trust you with my body. That'll be great. Man, how weird would that be if, like, more people did that and then, you like, you went and visited them? Like, you know, like if my wife had to come see Frozen Craig... And just every day be like, why did you do this, you stupid human? I'm just sitting there. She would throw the shoes at you oh, in man. your frozen form. So many shoes <laughs> would bounce off my frozen body just waiting to be dethawed. I don't care. I'm going to do uh-huh. it. Um, <laughs> a quick break because I don't know how to transition from that topic. And a lot more coming up in just a minute on
4: AMC. Now back to the Craig Garland Show. On WJBC.
0: Uh First, I just want to celebrate the fact that I played the Star Wars theme with Orion's intro to me. I'm going to save that audio. That was awesome. <laughs> that like was, that? That was pretty cool. Wasn't that pretty cool? <laughs> should every intro now just be the Star Wars theme, I mean, and then I mean, Orion be like Craig Collins? Showtime! It's pretty hard to top. Yeah. They they mix together very well. Orion should start doing voiceovers for that stuff. Uh, did you hear Neil? I know you liked you liked the last Star Wars movie, correct? I did. I thought it was okay, yeah. I still haven't seen it. I did read all the spoilers, though, so I do know what happened. And actually, I should say this real quick, and I probably need a sounder. Uh, This is going to be a spoiler-filled segment. If you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker and you very much want to, you don't want to know what's going on, don't tune away because I need the ratings. Just earmuff it. Just earmuff it while driving. Maybe figure that out as best you can to not be dangerous uh, because I'm going to spoil some stuff. Um, But it leaked this week on, on Reddit the original script by the original director of the movie. If you don't know this, J.J. Abrams was actually not originally tagged to, to be the director of the third uh, installment in the newest movies. Um, someone else was, someone named Colin Trevorrow. Um, but he was canned, I think, or quit. I don't know exactly what happened. Um, but his script has leaked out into the world, and it's quite a bit different than the movie you wound up getting. Uh, if you've listened to the show, uh, for whatever reason, I've been fascinated by The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, partially because Star Wars is, like, a huge deal, right? I mean, I don't know if today's day and age... It, I think it, the name still means something, the, the concept of it all. You know, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners who remember the movies, the original movies when they came out, like, that was a big deal, man. Those things were, were something else. Then you had the prequels that probably, you know, devalued the brand just a bit. And then you got these movies coming out. And, you know, one of them, though, the, the first one, the... Um, Return of whatever, I forget what the first one was called, um, but that one had the most money ever until Marvel finally uh, dropped it off, like, and I think it still has that first movie in this um this this last three uh series still has the most u s. box office money of any of any movie, you know, so obviously there's still interest in these things. Um, but before I get too much more into it, would you at least agree Neil as somebody who liked it, that it did a lot of fan service he thinks? Yes. Okay. There mm-hmm. were a lot of things it did, some of the things it fixed from the movie before it that made fanboys happy. And, Neil, I don't know that you consider yourself a fanboy.
6: I mean, I've seen them all. I can't okay. say I'm, like, super diehard, like, have all the have memorabilia
0: you ever, and all that. But. Have you ever blogged about one? Uh, no. Okay. Then I think you're okay. I think you're good. <laughs> I think that's the line usually. Um, but so the last movie kind of did that. The original script, though, would have been totally different. It would not have brought back bad guys like Emperor Palpatine, who winds up being like a confusing guy to exist in general, because he was killed in the original three movies. It would have brought back his teacher, some new kind of Sith Lord that would have been the guy who originally trained him, some dude who's existed for a long time and nobody knew about. What do you? How do you feel about that?
6: Yeah, I mean,
0: okay. You I don't think-, think I would have hated it, but I.
6: Well, here's the. would have been in the middle.
0: Without, without going through all of the different things that you know are, are interestingly different, you can Google it and look them all up, it would have been its own original movie. It would not have had ties, uh, so many ties to the original trilogy the way that this one did. Kylo Ren would have been a bad guy the whole time. There would have been no turn in that guy. He would have been an enemy from, from jump all the way until the very end. His fight with uh, Rey would have been much more important because, again, they're trying to turn him and it doesn't work. So somebody's got to end that situation, you know what I mean? And then obviously the fight with this, uh, this new character uh, would have been interesting. But at the same time, it wouldn't have tried very hard to rewrite what I thought was a pretty good movie, The Last Jedi, um, that was a very original movie. It would have allowed these side characters to demonstrate Force abilities and not focused as much on, on Rey, who, by the way, would not have been the granddaughter of, of Palpatine or anyone else. Regis would have been a character just as, as she was described in the movie before with no tie to the, to the story outside of the fact Kylo killed her parents. That's the one thing they would have did to make it like, harder for her to deal with this guy, struggle to turn him. He, uh, he killed her parents. Uh, if that had happened, I think that sounds like a better movie, man. I think that sounds like a much better movie. It sound, Right. It sounds a little bit more... Unique. Yeah. Okay.
6: That's a good way to put it.
0: Yeah, and I, that's what I want. I mean, the, I'm a huge comic book nerd. I love the Marvel movies, and I've read a, sh- a ton of the... I almost said it. I've read a ton of the comic books. That's what I wanted to say. Those are the only words that I wanted to have come out of my mouth. I read a ton of them. And the fact that these movies are so unique, especially the last one, the, the Endgame one, I, I actually didn't like it when I walked out of the theater because I was like, that was really weird. But I've seen it like six more times, and it's one of my favorite movies now because it's just so it's so good. And it's so different than what you expected. All right, I got to take a break here. But if you want to go read it, if you're a Star Wars nerd like uh, Neil's kind of, but not really, or any of the other people out there, a brand new script leaked, and maybe they could do, maybe they could make another movie. Could we do that? They probably will. Okay, a director's cut where we act out this one because I want to see that. A uh, quick break and a lot more coming up on Amto Puma. Mostly cloudy, high of 46 today. Tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintry mix possible in the evening. A low of 31. Tomorrow, uh, rain in the morning possible, otherwise mostly cloudy. High of 47, but temperatures will fall in the early afternoon. Thursday, mix of sun and cold and clouds, uh, high of 30. Right now, Radio Bloomington, it is 46 degrees.
4: You're listening to The great College Show on WJBC.
0: Nowhere near as cool as the Star Wars theme. I probably will not use that bump again. I'll go back to the Star Wars theme after this. Uh, What is Swiss cheese bones? Do you have Swiss cheese bones? Do I have Swiss cheese bones? Uh, A new study out of John Hopkins says, yeah, we all do. Um, Apparently our back and back pain... First, lower back pain is something that almost everybody has. Um, That's something that I've been reading a lot about, and I definitely have it. Uh, Caller, you're on the air on WJBC. What's your name?
1: My name is Becky. I want you to tell... uh Tim that if he got his body frozen, his wife would crack him on the head and a chunk would fall off. and So he wouldn't be any good anyway.
0: Wait, first, what's your name? Becky. Becky, did you say tell Tim that?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Tell uh, What's his face there? That other
0: guy. What's his? Collins. I can't think of him. Oh, Collins. Collins something. That guy. Okay. I'll let him know. Yeah, that tell that his... him that. Tell him if his wife would smack him on the head. Betty.
1: Betty would hit him on the head if he was frozen and a chunk would fall
0: off. That is a great point. Thank you for the call. All right. Bye. Hey, thanks. That is. A, I, I'm going to tell Tim Collins all about that, Neil. Craig, you're going to get hit on the head. I, I don't know what you're saying. That wasn't. <laughs> that call wasn't for me. She said that that Collins guy. I got to tell that Collins guy. I I don't know if that caller likes me or she not. She got the last name. She did. She got Betty's name, which is more impressive. Well, come on. It's I Be- it's right, Betty. well, Betty's well liked. Actually, I've had several uh, caller uh, listeners come up to me at events that we've done and tell me how how great Betty is. So well, she's killing great. it. It's Betty. Come I, on. At some point, she's going to have the whole show. I'm going to just be <laughs> a guest at her show. Uh, back to Swiss cheese bones. Um, and absolutely, she is right that if I did freeze myself, Betty would just beat me with chocolates. But moving on, uh, John Hopkins um, has found that I guess over time, we've developed more holes in the cartilage that exists in our spine tissue. This is a very intense study, and it resembles Swiss cheese. So as we move forward, here, here caller, come back in. Uh, caller, what's your name? This is Becky again. Tell him I love him. I'm just joking. Okay, good, good, good. You love him. I will. T- you know it's me that you're talking about, right?
1: Yeah, I can't think of his first name. Is okay.
0: it Chris Collins? Somebody. He's somebody Collins. No, I, Becky, what I'm trying to tell you is you're talking to the host that you love. This is Craig. You're talking to Craig right now. Craig
1: Collins. That's who it's that's, for. That's who it is. I could not get that last name for nothing. That's I okay. know what it is. I listen to you every day. I love
0: you, Becky. You're the greatest. Thank you so much. Every day. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. She listens to me every day, Neil. She didn't know it was you. That's fine. Yeah. She still. <laughs> I don't think she got it even after I started saying it. I think she did at the end. Okay. Though, yeah. Well, she said she loved me. So I hope. I hope now that she meant it was me. But that was nice of Becky to call in twice. Uh, Craig Collins. My name's Craig Collins. I say it a lot. I try to throw my name out there as much as possible. Uh so people remember it. Um but anyway, back to the Swiss cheese. Do you feel back pain? Do you have lower back pain, uh Neil? Uh
6: sometimes if I sleep wrong and then if I'm playing a lot of golf, yes.
0: Okay. But not not every day. It's no. not like okay, got it. So maybe you're less Swiss cheesy than I am. I I'm pretty Swiss cheesy.
2: Then, man. You know,
6: I don't mind a Swiss cheese. I'm All just right. thinking it made me start thinking about cheese. <laughs> So I'm kind of happy that I don't have the Swiss cheese going on because it's right. not my favorite cheese. But no, yeah. Yeah. it's
0: not. Uh, can we talk about cheese for a second then? Just forget about this study. People have back pain. Apparently, Swiss cheese is the cause, and maybe they'll be able to fix it. I don't. Well, care I wonder
6: anymore. if you know the level of your back pain. Maybe that's you know. Your I know Swiss they're cheesiness. saying it looks like Swiss cheese, yeah. but maybe. It- resembles well, a different type of cheese.
0: Apparently, if I'm trying to still do the story, it's because like little nerve endings are poking out where these, this cartilage is missing, and then those nerve endings are more sensitive, so you have more back pain. You can feel more pain back there because we don't have as much cartilage covering up nerve. It doesn't matter. We're talking about actual cheese now. That is not a, an hors d'oeuvre or an appetizer by itself. It's If you throw a party... And you put out cheese. You have not completed your your party preparation. I just I want to complain for a quick second. This is my own opinion. Uh, you may notice that I'm I'm not a big cheese fan. Even the grilled cheese I have I have fought against in this very show. But you need more than I can't. You gotta have like crackers at least. Wine is probably a good option if you're going with a cheese. You know, early plate of some kind. You can't. I don't understand like the toothpick and the cheese, man. That's wow. not enough sustenance. It's not enough taste. No, you need a cracker. Okay. You, you, maybe Thank like you. a little cured
6: meat or some type of salami or, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, if we go to. A little something meat. to cut the cheese, maybe
0: a little something <laughs> a little fatty. Yeah. Right. This sounds great. Maybe a little bacon. Maybe sure. just forget the cheese entirely. Maybe just put well, out a bunch of slabs I mean, of bacon. I do like a good cheese tray, though. Do you? But it needs some of that
6: other stuff that we just mentioned, yes. Man,
0: you're the fanciest old man that's ever been 23 <laughs> years old. Uh, you, if you went to a party and it's just little like uh, sticks, little like toothpicks and cheese, you're down. You're in. I mean, I'll still eat it, yeah. Maybe a fancy glass of wine to go with? Well, that'd be nice, yes. <laughs> I don't get it. I can't. I, I don't enjoy tasting cheeses it's not like why is that a thing that well, so many people I, you gotta eight two nine two three four five explain to me the the cheese appreci- appreciation like by itself it's a topping it's not a food that is a topping at best on a cracker on a burger on all kinds of things it is not to be enjoyed solo it needs a friend there are a lot of different types of cheeses, though. Have you and tried they're all te- terrible well. unless they're they're paired with some other product. That is the take on the Craig Collins show right now. Tell me I am wrong. Eight two nine two three four five. Cheese is a great second banana, but he should not be enjoyed solo. Which just not the right way to do it.
6: I, you know, I you hear completely where you're disagree. From, but no, it's okay. I, I could, I could eat it by itself. All right, I'd be yeah, fine I with can't.
0: it. I, I can't. My mom's now texting me about how much <laughs> she loves cheese. That's that's what I thought the topic Delicious. would be. Yeah, well, yeah. My wife likes it, too. Like, this is coming from a place of pain, Neil, because we we do, like, the fancy cheese buying every so often, and then it just sits in the fridge, this block of cheese. Well, it's all right. It ages. That's good for it. Well, whatever. And then if you try to put something, like, with it, I I ruined it, apparently. Like, if I want to make a burger and take some of the fancy cheese that my wife bought and melt it on the burger. What's wrong with that? It's wrong. Apparently, that's cheese to be enjoyed as cheese. That's not burger cheese. It could be
6: enjoyed by itself, but it also, that... Probably makes the burger taste delicious.
0: Well, it does, although she always tells me to just put an American slice on it. You don't mm. care, you dumb cheese fan. <laughs> I, I don't like the fancy. I don't like fancy, like, anything, man. Like, the, when you get those really high-end things, cheese is one, some alcohol versions are another. Like, I just, it tastes the same. Maybe I don't have a fancy palate. Uh, listener, you're on the air. What's your name? John. John. Okay, John from Clinton. What do you want to say about cheese, man?
1: How do you know I'm from Clinton?
0: Oh, I know. I just know. Uh, tell me, what do you want to say?
1: <laughs> if,
2: if you've never tried a breaded jalapeno cream cheese stuffed...
0: Wow, there's a lot of words. Keep going. Wow, uh,
2: it's really bacon? good. Is,
0: it ba- is there bacon in that? Oh, yeah, of course. See, I knew it. Uh, that sounds great, man. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying cheese by itself is just a waste of time. It's yeah, not...
2: I I agree with you there on that. There we
0: go. I don't know if I feel better or worse that John from Clinton agrees with me, but I like that he's on board. No, call her what's your name?
2: It's Brian. You got to get the charcuterie board going. Come on,
0: man. Char- charcuterie? The... You mean yeah, the charcuterie? No, it's the shootery. You got to say it
2: quick. <laughs> shootery board. You know, it sounds cooler when you say it like that. It does.
0: It does. You gotta, so wait.
2: You, you got the sponsor, hy V, They got a lady in there. Okay. And she is like the cheese master. Okay. Okay. Like, she is not just your average, like, I work at a grocery store, like, she went to school or something, she will, like, you tell her what you like, next thing you know, you're walking out of there with a nice, like, <laughs> blueberry cobbler cheese that you didn't even know existed, you put it on a rich cracker, it tastes like you're eating pie, I well,
0: mean, Well, look, Brian, I, I, I cannot go against like, our sponsors, like, Rob Dobbs does this show, if we got a cheese lady in the morning, like, I'm sure those people are experts enough to maybe convince me every so often, but for the most part, man, like, Cheese is not enjoyable alone. It's not... you gotta, you got to add other things. John from Clinton's well, yeah, gotta throwing have bacon
2: salami. Yeah, you got to have salami.
0: Okay. See, so there gotta, we go. you got to go...
2: When you go to the high she's to give you the meat.
0: There's, okay. There'll,
2: there'll be salamis and stuff that complement each cheese, depending <laughs> on what cheese you pick out. Well, that's... I mean, this is serious. This is it just, talk, bro.
0: Right. No, it's just proven my point, though, is what you're doing. Real quick, before I let you go, Brian, I mentioned Understand? it... I mentioned it the other day. Um, I, I did eat at a Panda Express. Did I lose our bet?
2: I don't know I don't I mean like I put it on there, I put it on your Facebook thing today, letting like people decide because yeah. you know I'm like. Portillo's. I'm kind of up in arms about sure. that. Snake and Shake's another one. It's got a drive through. It does. At the same time, you, when you go inside, they got a seat. you.
0: Right. You got it. Like, right. You know, right. You do a whole I thing. I don't really
2: have an opinion on it. I, I think the, the, the power to the people. Let well, like, and
0: we also talked, talked about think. maybe like earning some credits. Like every, like it, Lent. Um, I'm a good Catholic, so I celebrate Lent, and Sunday is free day. That's cheat day. So maybe every so often we get like one freebie. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, wait. Hey, once you go out and start shoveling people's driveways, for every like <laughs> five driveways you shovel, you right. get a you get a free Big Mac or something. You
0: right. Know? Uh, thank you for calling in, Brian. Yeah, that absolutely Later. makes sense. Um, I-, I like that Brian referenced the fact that I am doing that giveaway. I haven't gotten any permission from anyone behind me, Neil. No one else at this station is even aware this is happening. I hope, although they might listen, they might know. But I am offering that this month, and the, the gimmick this month is I will shovel you out of the snow one time. I'll, I'll come over to the house early in the morning. Uh, freeze my, my, you know, whatever off, mm-hmm. and I'll shovel you completely out. I don't care how big it is either. Um, I will do it. I got the hernia belt on now. I can handle it. It'll be fine. Um, but the way that you win that is you call in and tell me your best story of how things used to be. And it doesn't have to be like committing a crime. I noticed that the the first couple stories we got were kind of crime-laden. Uh, but it can be anything. Anything that you missed about miss about, you know, time gone by. Uh, any story of maybe the way that you were raised or the way that you raised... Uh, your kids, if you're old enough to have done it differently than, uh, than the way that people are doing it now, just give me any story of something you wish was still going on in today's day and age. And in honor of that, I'm a millennial. I will come over to one person's house, the person with the best story, and I will shovel you out and, and pay my respects to doing it the right way. How's that sound? It's a good giveaway. Okay. Well, I know. I haven't gotten approval at all. for do- I don't know what the monetary value of it would be. Do we have to, like, figure out a monetary value for Craig Shovelin? Because I'm lazy. I do it slow. I don't think it's the premium shoveling. Well,
6: as I'm, long as it you know, it's right. clear enough and people can get it in and out yeah. of their driveway or they'll be whatever, I'll yeah. sprinkle
0: a little salt. Yeah. I'll do the whole thing. And Neil said he won't come, but he will FaceTime well, in. He'll, yeah. <laughs> or,
6: or maybe I'll come and get, be bundled in the car and I can just video you doing it. Yeah, there you it. go. And we've got proof that it happened and we can share it out there. And yeah.
0: The best image of that would be if you're sitting in the car with like <laughs> a little hot chocolate just sipping it while I'm out there struggling. Just a nice little hot right. coffee, maybe a little Starbucks sitting in yeah, there. Yeah, right kind of 20
6: below and Craig's out there uh, just shoveling away
0: half holding the camera up like (laughs) I don't really care he's doing his thing I gotta take a break I'm way behind uh but I I went on a rant about cheese after this break I'm gonna tell you why kiwi should not be on pizza because apparently it's a new viral thing and people are upset at least on on reddit uh quick break and a lot more coming to Joe Puma tonight mostly cloudy light breeze wintry mix possible overnight a low of 31 tomorrow rain in the morning possible otherwise mostly cloudy High of 47. Temperatures will fall throughout the afternoon tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, mix of sun and clouds and colder. A high of 30. Right now, Radio Bloomington, it is 46 degrees.
4: Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. I will rail against certain things on this show, mostly food-related, apparently. And I'm not a cook, so maybe it's bad that I have so many strong food opinions because I can't—I literally couldn't make anything. If someone put me in a kitchen and the the product they gave me wasn't like you unwrap it and put it in the oven or you unwrap it and put it in the microwave, I can't—I can't make it. I, I have no chance of preparing said product, and I would die in that kitchen if no one comes and feeds me eventually. Uh, and yet, I have strong opinions. I don't know if that's okay, but it, it's true. Um, kiwi fruit is the new gross topping on pizza. Someone apparently ordered a pizza with kiwi on it. Uh, a kiwiza is what they're calling it, which just makes me mad. Um, and they threw it up on the social medias. They threw it up on Reddit. And people have a lot of opinions. Very, because it's, that's too sweet. That's too sweet of a product to put on a delicious, uh, lovely pizza. Um, so yeah, quite a few people are going uh this is the new pineapple, apparently. And it might even be worse. You can't put anything you want on a pizza. There are rules, people. Uh, would you eat a kiwi pizza, Neil Doyle? No, no. Uh, would you eat a uh, um, the pineapple one? I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't like sweet things on my pizza. Yeah, I you know. know. Uh, what, what's what's wrong with a nice uh, pepperoni? Maybe a nice uh, barbecue chicken pizza. Nothing. You know, if you really want to go that road. Uh, but you can just go plain. Just go cheese. Why do we gotta? Why do we gotta put all these other things on there?
6: This isn't this kiwi. Is this being done here? Is this like somewhere else? It's, it's
0: actually a really disappointing place uh, that made it, it. It happened in New York. Oh. Uh, the Holy Grail of pizza. That's where all great pizza ma- is made. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm it's very biased. Good pizza there. It it is right. I mean, look, I I I know the Midwest Chicago pizza famous thing. I lived in Chicago for years. I ate a bunch of the Chicago pizza. It's good. It's not what I think of as pizza. I think of it as a sandwich. That's a whole... Like, there's enough bread for that. That you, It's like a whole giant... It's a different thing. That, to me, is not pizza. You gotta eat it with a fork and a knife. That's not pizza, in my opinion. The thin crust... And don't cut it in squares. Oh, have I gone off on the square thing before? I don't think you have. Oh, my God. I have such strong opinions. <laughs> They're such ridiculous and stupid opinions. The square cut is the most idiotic thing that happens to pizza ever, because you get those middle slices that have no crust, you don't know how to handle them, they're just terrible. Yeah, that's You're,
6: why you just avoid the middle.
0: Well, but someone's got to eat it. Well. Someone dives on that grenade, Neil you gotta, Doyle.
6: you got to be fast, get the
0: outside. <laughs> why would you make less perfect slices? The, the slice cut, all the slices have crust. Some people like those middle pieces, though. I don't no, know. There's, I mean, there are people that enjoy them. Look, halfway through the slice-cut pizza, when you're just getting pizza and you're not getting any crust yet, you know that that reward, that crusty reward, is waiting for you. So it gets you through the middle half if that's not your thing. But if you get just middle piece, if that's an option, you've just been screwed completely. And like you said, it becomes very competitive. And I like saving good things to the end. Well, those people
6: that... I think
0: enjoy the middle or the
6: ones I, I know people that don't enjoy the crust. No, I don't know. you don't
0: know. Those people uh, are lying.
6: Those I've, are all fake people. Seen, well, and I'm going to assume those are the people that when you have
0: pizza with the crust, Don't eat the crust. I've seen plenty of people do that, which is kind of obscure to me as well. I love the crust. No, that's fine. Somebody who doesn't eat the crust, there's just more crust for me. They're just (laughs) handing me the crust piece. Uh, My wife does that from time to time, and it's not because she doesn't like the crust. She thinks it has more calories than the rest of the pizza. She's like, that's just bread. I can't eat that, so I eat all the delicious bread. That's totally fine. But see, here's the thing. This goes back to me as a kid, and I think I've talked about this before. Uh, Whenever I had, like, a candy where, like, there's all different flavors in it, like a Lifesaver or, a, you know, a, a Starburst, whatever it is. I save the best ones till last. It's the way that I like to do things. Eat the, the worst ones first. If you have, like, the, the orange um, and yellow or whatever it is flavor, uh, or you know, whatever, I don't know, for, like, the gummy worm. You know how there's that, that blue-red one? Mm-hmm. That's the best gummy worm. We all know it is. So I save it to last because I like to consume things that way. My little brother is the devil. My little brother knows this about me, knew this about me for years, so he'd wait. He'd just sit and waiting every time I got, like, a new gummy bears or something. And as soon as I got to the good ones and tried to, like, put it away, because sometimes I even tried to save the best ones for next time, he'd eat them all. Mm -hmm. Just every single time. It's the same thing with the pizza, man. If you get the the square cuts, I want to save the crust. I want to go middle first to get rid of the bad. And, and oh the devil of my brother will just go all crusts and they'll be all gone so square cut you go for the middle to start because it's terrible i do it because i'm i'm biting the yeah, bullet then, of badness
6: don't you get to a point then like if you have too much middle then you're like wow i'm now i'm full and i can't no. even enjoy the crust piece
0: you know there's a magic thing that happens with pizza i never get full oh, i could eat all the pizza that's true i could can... i could just be served it for days <laughs> it would be the best thing ever uh, but that's why you do the middle. Anyway, putting these, these fruits on, on pizza, pe- like I don't get it. There's a Hawaiian spaghetti pizza. Have you heard about this? I've not. It is, it's exactly what it sounds like. You get spaghetti sauce, which is actually pretty similar to the current sauce they use. Then you throw actual noodles around, and then you just throw, you know, pineapple chunks and other terrible concoctions. You make, you make something great, something delicious, terrible. It's hard to make me dislike pizza, and you could do it. And the people who go all veggie, too, like I'm not I'm not complaining. You guys, you know, more power to you. There's there's something missing in the all the veggie deluxe pizza. There's too many tastes and none of them are meat. That's my big problem with that topping situation. But it's not as bad. I can I can suffer through that one. I can handle any amount of vegetables. It's fruits that make no sense. And then it's, you know, just the, the square cut that makes no sense to me. Pizza takes.
6: Just a lot of pizza takes.
0: I know. it Well, I, that's half of the show. Well, I can't believe I haven't done that three months in. Yeah, I, I did not know about your disclosure no. about the uh, square cut. It's so passionate, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I literally, um, uh, well, literally, I figuratively, I think that I, I very often would like to just return pizzas that are square cut, and I didn't know it. Like, I ask for thin crust a lot because that's the better pizza. And then if you square cut me and I open it up, I want to return it, man. I want to ask. I ask at restaurants to slice cut me. That's, yeah.
6: I mean, and that's the square cut is very big around i know around
0: here i I don't know why that i don't know why as soon as it gets thin you guys all gotta cut in squares i don't get that it's harder to do i think it's hard i think it's more slices i don't i can't back that up but i think it is i think there's more cutting involved in square cutting than slicing um and yeah makes no sense and you you're the perfect example of why i don't like it you eat all crust pieces and you screw me it's got to be quicker (laughs) no it's wrong. It's a race. In other pizza news, I have multiple pizza topics today. I think we're going to do pizza the rest of the show. Uh, Domino's has been opening pizzerias uh, locations in Italy. People are mad. This is the second time this has happened. Italy had Starbucks infiltrate the, the Italia. And, uh, you know, I think they have better coffee than that. No offense. I love the Starbucks. Gold-carrying member. Gold-card-carrying member. But Domino's, come on, guys. You don't need to sell your pizza. Italy, please, really. Like, It's fine. Domino's is a fine pizza now for the United States, but that's that's a crowd that you're not going to win over. The CEO of Domino's is in Italy. He's been promoting the, the restaurants. 880 new restaurants are going to open throughout all, all of Italy, and yeah, people 800? are not going to go. 880 new restaurants throughout northern and central Italy will open over the next decade. The southernmost new location will be in Rome! They're going to have a Domino's in Rome. I was going to say, if they
6: open just two or even one, they could go a month, and you might get two people that walk in <laughs> there.
0: And they're I doing mean, it right. Because here's the thing. If you're counting on, like, the U.S. tourists to go, I hate the tourist who goes. I, I actually hate that person with a passion. I shouldn't say that. I, I You can probably find some common ground, but it's going to be tough. We're going to have to really look for it, because if you go to Italy and your first stop is Domino's Pizza, man, we're in a bad starting place. And I know fast food chains vary in different places.
6: They do. I mean, I've read where, you know, supposedly the Taco Bell somewhere else is a lot different than here. So I don't, you know, does Domino's try to... Get a little fancier with their pizza there. I'm well, sure they have to if they want to try to com- you know compete. But
0: now I'm trapped in making both sides of an argument because in Mexico, from time to time, which I go fairly often with my wife who's Mexican, I try to tell her that like maybe we can try some of the American places there because it'll have a Mexican feel to it. Like it, it's made there, mm-hmm. the products are from there. So you know, there's got to be some level of nuance to it. That's a little, but still. Domino's Pizza is not gonna be what most of the other Italian places are. It's the same with Starbucks, man. I love Starbucks, but if I was in Italy, I would not hit a Starbucks. That would not be a thing that happens. You have to be much fancier. The cuisine there, the, you know, uh, come on, uh, this is the kind of thing that'll make me crazy. So it's it's interesting to see that that for the second time in a few years, because I think Starbucks started in 2018 and we're very proud of it, uh, but, but Italians are very upset they're, they're almost like, you know, boycotting and, and standing against these things. I mean, and if it was 10,
6: 20 Domino's, sure, I'm right. sure they're not happy, but 880? 800.
0: 800 in the next decade. Lot. 800 pizzerias, if that's what you want to call them, will be opening in Italy. They're all served Domino's pizza. Yeah, the world is coming to an end. I don't know. That scares me more than anything else. The The infiltration of Italy with American cuisine is, to me, the most worrisome thing about 2020. I don't care about any of the other stuff. Going to war with Iran doesn't matter. It's way less. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Anyone out there who just heard that and they want to call and complain, that's a joke. I got to take a break here because I'm way behind. I did too many pizza takes. Uh, after this, though, I want to tell you about Jelly Bean.
4: You're listening to The Great Collins Show on WJBC.
0: This is Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJVC. Since I teased this topic twice, I will go ahead and pay it off real quick, and then I gotta take another break. Kim Commando is waiting in the wings uh to be on this very radio show. But uh jelly beans are going to be releasing a new line of flavored sparkling waters. Everybody's getting in on this game, man. This is like the trendiest drink. Is it because it's healthier? Like it's it's soda-esque, but it's not actually like high fructose corn syrup and terrible things. It's just uh water and flavoring. Is that why people like them so much? I would assume. Okay. Uh, Jelly Bean has a bunch of different options coming. Eight different options will be appearing in March. None have alcohol, by the way. These are all zero-calorie, zero-alcohol beverages. French vanilla, lemon-lime, orange sherbet. Sherbet is going to be a thing. I like saying sherbet, but I know that that's not right. Uh, pina Colada, pink grapefruit, tangerine, cherry, and watermelon. Uh, po- popcorn or buttered popcorn it-, it has not been chosen yet. Some people are hoping for it because it's a terrible jelly bean, um, but it you know right now we got these eight flavors to choose from. Did jelly beans feel like the product to you that needed to be turned into a sparkling water?
6: Mm, no, no, and I'm not <laughs> I'm not a big jelly bean guy. So no, no, not really. Okay,
0: uh, what about Peeps? How do you feel about them? I'm not also not a huge fan. Not a marshmallow guy then at all. No. So not. is Easter just terrible for you? Like all the traditional items there? No, I like if you go to like a brunch. Okay. You get, there you go. You know, do a little. The candy products. They're like, what about a Cadbury Egg? They're oh okay. no, they're okay. Oh no, we have to have words, Neil Doyle. Cadbury Eggs are delicious products. I would just drink the stuff in the middle. I don't know what that is. That is delicious. And then he add chocolate into the equation. That is the best Easter treat ever. Not a fan. Yeah. What's your favorite Easter candy? I
6: don't know. None. I mean, nothing nothing very traditional. I mean, just some chocolate. I don't know.
0: What, did you even search for eggs then? Easter Was Neil the only kid sitting out? He's like, I don't want to find any of that stuff.
6: No, we did, but then in the last, see, we still, even in the last, Ten years, we'll do an egg hunt with all the family. Nice. But now uh, there's some candy in some, but there's a, uh, some cash
0: in, See, okay. in most of the eggs. That's no. the other thing I was going to ask you. If they hid cash, then I get it. You're still running out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I understand. All right. Well, we're going to have a bunch of Easter candies this year. We're going to find one you like. All right. We're going to do everything we can. Uh, quick break and a lot more coming up on AM 1230 WPuma. To um, tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintry mix possible in the overnight, a low of 31 Tomorrow, rain in the morning possible, otherwise mostly cloudy. High of 47, but temps will fall in the early afternoon. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds and colder, a high of 30. Right now, Radio Bloomington, it is 40 degrees.
4: Now, back to the Craig Collins Show on WJBC.
0: This is probably the most uh, famous Bond theme song. Uh, There's quite a few recently, though, that have been good. Uh, Adele and Sam Smith have both won Oscars for their um, Bond theme songs, but that's uh, Sir Paul McCartney doing one right there, Live and Let Die, and I think that a lot of people probably listening out there recognize that song. Billie Eilish, a a new name, uh, an 18-year-old pop uh, musician, will be the youngest person ever asked to create a Bond theme song for the 25th Bond film that is coming up. She will get to work with Hans Zimmer, a longtime collaborator in a lot of these movies, a longtime composer, very talented, a lot of awards, Um, So Billie Eilish, she's going to sing the song. She may write it, of course, and she may wind up winning an award for it. And I think I'd assume she'd be one of the youngest people ever to win an Oscar um, for a a theme song if it does turn out as good as the last few have. Um, So it's an interesting choice and an an interesting person that maybe will get some more exposure with new audiences. Uh, by By doing that kind of things, so I just wanted to kind of mention that I know there 's not you know a lot going on uh, uh, Billy has quoted uh, has been quoted talking about it. It just feels crazy to be a part of this in every way. to be able to score the theme song to a film that is part of such a legendary series is a huge honor. Uh, she said, and getting to work with Han Zimmer is an honor. James Bond is the coolest film franchise ever to exist i 'm still in shock, of course, those are the things you say now i don 't know if Billy Eilish to me uh, strikes me as a person that was a huge bond fan before getting the, the shot. Um, but I'm not going to doubt her. She apparently loves the movies. And it's a cool. It's an interesting person to pick, though, right? Because she's, she's well-known to the younger generations. But Bond movies, I think, are, are are, you know, all generations go out and see those movies. So it'll be a new exposure for her. I wonder if are the expectations going to be a little high? I don't
6: know. Yeah, I mean, because right, some of these other songs have, have done so well. So
0: I, I mean, honestly, like the last two big ones to do it, Sam Smith and Adele have won Oscars and a few other ones have won awards. Some of them have charted one, two. I mean, like a lot of these songs do very well still. Um, even if that sounds a little silly, cause maybe the bond movies aren't what you remember them being, but a, a lot of people still go. I like those movies a lot. Actually. I like Daniel Craig. I'm going to miss him as James Bond. That's a guy that I I like a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, A Utah man got trapped in a 24-hour fitness. (laughs) Uh, Employees apparently locked up because after the holiday season, uh, the hours changed. It's no longer 20. Even though it's called 24-hour fitness, it's literally one of the the companies from that franchise. Um, It closes, and this guy named Dan Hill did not know about it. He was showering after midnight after taking a swim there, Um, and I guess he wasn't aware of the fact that you know no one else was in the building. He hadn't noticed that everyone's looking to lock up. And I, did anyone check the shower, by the way? That's a crazy thing, too. Uh, anyway, his, his post-cell went viral. He wound up getting covered by the local news uh, outlet out there um, in, in Utah. So we'll, we'll go to them for a quick minute. Uh, this is ABC4. Uh, you're always on your side in Utah talking, about, talking to the guy. Uh, this is actually Dan reacting to the fact that he got locked in a fitness place.
2: I went to the front door and, wait, this is locked.
0: After making some phone calls to friends and family about what to do, Dan called 911.
2: So I called dispatch, and the guy pauses for like 10 seconds, and he goes, you're where? And I said, I'm in 24-Hour Fitness. (laughs) And he goes, well, can you not leave? And I said, well, there's an alarm system here, and there's cameras, and I don't want to get busted for breaking and entering.
1: In the meantime,
0: he posted on Facebook saying, I am literally locked inside 24-Hour Fitness right now. They closed the doors and went home while I was swimming my laps in the pool. This is crazy. This is crazy, this idea, right? That you can get locked into a gym. And then he's totally right, by the way. I, I didn't, you know, know until I heard him say it to the news. But if he gets caught on the inside setting off alarms, they could accuse him of breaking it. They don't know that he was in there to start. I was going to say, don't,
6: I mean, isn't there just some type of lock? I guess it is, you know, a little bit more intricate with, with the alarm system. Yeah. They must not have done a very, I mean, I know you said when you, they, when you started the story that they changed because it was the holiday times, their hours right. changed. Now, again, kind of ironic because it's a 24-hour fitness. But
0: yeah, I don't, don't I, you
6: think they must not have advertised that very well? Or maybe this guy just really wasn't paying attention <laughs> because nobody else was there, it seemed like.
0: right. I mean, well, if your hours change, you know, and it's just been a few days, I think you got to make several announcements to your regulars, and you don't know that they're all coming in. I imagine it would be even harder to be, as you said, a 24-hour fitness that now closes. <laughs> that, that would be a challenge to, to educate the users, to educate your customer base on the new differences. Um, the fact that in the article I was reading, it said that he was actually in the shower, but the, the TV says that he was actually still swimming in the pool, which he describes as a glass, you know, it's behind glass. So someone could have seen him. I don't know if it's just like one lazy employee. Do you go to the uh, fitness center of some kind, Neil? I, I have before, yes. Well, when you go every so often, especially if you're a late-nighter, which I've been at times, it's usually just one person working, right? Like they usually don't have the full staff there at like nine, ten, eleven at night at a gym. And so maybe it's just one person that's not totally paying attention, locks everything up, and just doesn't doesn't glance over to the glass area where a guy's swimming in the pool. Or this
6: worker just said, it's the holidays, <laughs> we displayed, or maybe he... I don't know, maybe this guy was told. Because, I mean, right. again, I mean, if you're normally open 24 hours and now you're going to be closing early because mm-hmm. it's the holiday times, wouldn't you think when people are walking in, you, you're, that's the first thing I'm saying, like, oh, maybe, hey, how are you? But we're closing at 10 o'clock tonight. Right. Like, we're not... Or 11 o'clock. We're not well, staying open.
0: according to a spokesperson for the fitness center, they had started closing after the, you know, the holiday season ended uh, between midnight and 4 a.m. based on low usage, among many other factors. So they were giving employees a few hours off, they weren't operating between midnight and 4 a.m. because, honestly, not very many people work out at that time. A few do. People that are, you know, late shifters in general, people that have, you know, different schedules than the majority of us, they do. I just can't imagine what I would have done if it was me trapped in a a fitness place because I don't think I would have thought of the idea that setting off the alarm and breaking myself out would actually look like I was breaking in. You no, know? I would have never thought that. No. So I, you would have definitely been in trouble if it's, if it's me. I'm breaking windows. I'm running. And then when the alarms all go off, I'm getting found the next day, like hiding somewhere and trying to claim that. I I, I don't know. He did a smart thing, though. And the, the post all went viral, even though what I love about the Internet, too, is as he's posting things to Facebook and calling 911 and waiting for people to help, no one that he knows on Facebook went out to help him. Nobody got out of their chair. They're all sitting at home at night. They're like, "Oh man, Dan's stuck in a 24-hour fitness," and they just go about, go on about their day. They like the post and they move on.
6: Or people like, I'm surprised people didn't comment. Maybe they did. Like, "Hey, why don't you come let me in? I can come in and uh, exactly right. know, Jump in the
0: pool. Or yeah, man, whatever. come on. Yeah. Let's do let's do a few sets before they get there. <laughs> right. No, but it it is funny. Like the idea, and I think he even comments later on in the story that he's like, "Yeah, I shared this on social media. Went viral. Still had to wait for 911 to get me out because." that's not how the internet works. We don't help each other. We view things. We're like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And then we honestly keep eating our brownie and go to sleep. But unless it's somebody that works there. I mean, what I know. Sure. I mean, you can go comfort. I'm standing outside the door. Hey, hey, buddy, how's it going? But I mean, yeah, what, you know, I is- guess in this situation, maybe there's not a lot, but it, let's be honest. The next time you see someone in any kind of like, maybe not, you know, the, the worst of jeopardy, but someone who's in some kind of like, Hey, help me out. I'm in a I'm just going to glance at it on Facebook. I might like it. I might say, hey, somebody helped this guy, but I'm not, I'm not going to do a lot. That's just me. And maybe that says a lot about me. But I think a lot of internet users would probably glance at it and move on.
6: I wonder if, when you uh, had to ride here on your motorized scooter and it <laughs> died, if you would have posted on the Craig Collins Facebook I page should've. and said, hey, guys, I'm at the corner of so and so, my She's scooter died. Out. I wonder if anybody
0: would have came and picked you up. I guess it matters how sad I would have looked. Um, I, it was cold too, man. I felt like my—I uh, think my feet, like my toes, yeah, almost froze off. Not it good. was no, it was—it was a rough time. But I can't wait to do it more. I, my wife and I had a conversation recently. She wants to get a car, uh, but I did tell her if we get to the summer or maybe even like the early spring, I will start scootering to work. I can handle that, you know. Once it's not cold well, outside, right. Once it's not. Twenty eight degrees and snowing, sure. Right. Then we don't then we can share the car easier because she can just have it during the day because I will once I scooter Monday through Friday, do you think the office is gonna feel a little different about the Craig Collins every day I roll in and I charge my scooter in the garage? No. Okay, I mean, people it's some people know.
6: religiously bike to work every day. I mean it's Yeah, I'm lazier
0: though. Mine is mine's a different option. Well. And it's so close. It's no, only I, like a, a seven minute on a bike it'd be like five minutes. And I'm not gonna do it. I'm going to scooter my way here every that's day with fine. the helmet and everything. Well, you've got it. Why not use it? <laughs> Amen. Hey, there we go, Neil. I, I was wondering if anyone was going to start judging, though. They're like, do you know that our-, our afternoon guy, he scooters to work every day? Well, some people might be like, why is there a scooter back right. here? Why is um, this happening? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm a trailblazer. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saving the environment one scoot ride at a time. I don't think that's what they're called. Quick break. A lot more coming up in just a second on
4: ABC.com. A- ABC. You're listening to The Craig Collins Show on WJBC. It's oh,
0: no. Craig Collins Show on AM 1230 WJBC. Hanging out with you guys until 6 o'clock. we got high school basketball coming up at about 6.30, I think. A lot going on, so hang out with us all night long tonight. Uh, Morning Consultant put out an interesting market research survey, the results of a survey. I like the way they did it, though. They were comparing the most trusted brands in the United States, and it wasn't just big companies. They included brands like your primary doctor, like your uh, school teachers, like the, you know, science world, anybody that you would, you know, uh, trust or read things from. So it's not just the, you know, big corporations. Um, All these different things are considered. They asked you which ones you trust most. The most trusted brand, uh, 50% of respondents said, was their primary doctor. That is the most trusted out of any brand that exists in your day-to-day life Whoever your primary doctor is, at least half of us out there trust that person. So that's not terribly surprising. The second and third ones on the list, though, are at 39 and 38%, the next two most trusted brands. Remember, more trusted than teachers, than police officers, than you know, scientific studies of any kind, than even the government. The second most trusted brands, Google and Amazon. At 39 and 38%. Now, I would fall into the category of a guy who seems to trust Amazon a lot because they're all over my house. They can do anything they want to, uh, you know, spy on me because I have Alexas in every room. Um, But is that surprising that after uh, Doctor, it goes Amazon and Google? And then it goes back to some other stuff that maybe you wouldn't be surprised to see. Tom Hanks is a brand that landed on the list at about 34% less trusted than Amazon and Google doesn't surprise me. No? No. Do you trust Google because of all the searching, you think?
6: Y- yes, in that regard, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, I think that some people might mix those two things together. They might, you know, think of the brand as the way that they utilize the product. And in the Google world, and especially now with smart speakers and things in the Amazon world, like like my impression of Amazon, nine times out of ten, is what Alexa just told me when I asked it a question more than anything else. You know what I mean? Because that's my my unique experience with that company that I have all the time. I think that's why Google would land so high on this list because there's a lot of reasons to not trust those companies from all the news you see, all the things you read. But, you know, I, I go to it every day. You went to it during the show today to answer questions we gotta go there all the time I use it I couldn't only imagine how many times I use it uh, right use it a day it's ruined bar conversation before Google you could have arguments that lasted a full evening out with several drinks and more passionate arguments now you just find an answer and you move on if
6: we didn't have it I would still be
0: wondering what uh, goodwill hunting was called right yeah I I wouldn't know we would have no idea and luckily we're at a radio station so callers would have (laughs) eventually told us right but you and I would have felt a lot yeah it's it's interesting though it's surprising that that comes out Uh, President Trump was toward the top of the list, but still, you know, not you know, terribly trusted 20% of people, and I'm sure that's very, you know, partisan, that, uh, that quite a few people on one side do and quite a few people on the other uh, don't. Millennials and Gen Z were more likely to trust technology companies than any other generation. Puma, tonight, mostly cloudy, light breeze, wintry mix possible overnight, a low of 31. Tomorrow, rain in the morning possible, otherwise mostly cloudy, high of 47, but temperatures will fall throughout the afternoon Thursday, which is kind of like, doesn't that happen every day? Neil Doyle, you can jump in real quick. Why am I saying the temperatures fall in the afternoon? Isn't that a thing? Well, I okay. think they're going to fall pretty drastically because it looks like it's going to be a little chillier Thursday. Got it. There's two things. Every, I love our, our meteorologists. They're smarter people than me. They know why we're adding this stuff in here. But temperatures fall in the afternoon into the evening. Well, nope. yeah, normally. There was a meteorologist that went viral one time. I'll get to the rest of the weather in a second. Um, He was in Indiana, and he uh, said it's going to be dark tonight, and like that coverage went viral for days Cause uh, it's dark most nights, mm-hmm. sir. But sometimes they're just so good at it. Maybe they see the nuance and the darkness, and so to them <laughs> it's news. But the rest of us, it's not. Uh, anyway, there's uh, no word on how dark it's going to be tomorrow night. Uh, Thursday mix of sun, clouds, and cooler. A high of 30. Right now it's 40 degrees at Radio Bloomington, and I apologize to all meteorologists.
3: Well,
4: now, back to the Craig Harlan Show on WJBC.
0: That music's almost on point. I do keep digging deeper as so I was trying to explain that. Um, two things I have real quick here. Uh, I want to talk about fights, arguments you have with loved ones, but I want to do that second. I'm just teasing the idea that that's coming up at the tail end of this segment because before that, I want to be a little bit more uplifting. I want to talk about how art museums and art in general is continuing to be, pr- like, more and more studies are coming out demonstrating how valuable it is to digest any of this stuff because it's just good for our brains and it's good for our overall health. Uh, yet another study has demonstrated that, in this one, researchers uh, worked with people who were 50 years or older. Uh, they saw if they, how often they engaged in art, whether it was frequently, infrequently, or never. Uh, adults over 50 who engaged in art frequently, that would be every few months or more, Um, At least this can be anything by the way this can go to the theater a museum even attending a concert would count as art as far as this uh, survey was concerned the opera visiting galleries people who had done that consistently had a 31 percent lower chance of death 31 percent lower risk of dying in the follow-up period which was about I think 14 months people who only did it infrequently this is once or twice a year 14 percent lower risk of dying in the 14 year follow-up to this study. Um, Which is just crazy because, again, we keep hearing that two things tremendously valuable to your mental well-being, more so than anything else, being outside in nature and witnessing art. And the the researchers did throw out a reason why they think that this works is they feel art brings up so many emotions. It stirs such strong reactions in people, Um, and it's very simple. Like you walk up to almost any painting and you'll have some kind of strong reaction to it. That, that 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 you know, experience and doing it multiple times within a few minutes is tremendously valuable to your mental health. Are we surprised? Are we going to continue to be surprised in these studies coming out? Because I'm not I'm not shocked in this.
6: No, I need to go visit more of these places.
0: Seriously. And mm-hmm. I don't actually have. It's funny they, they categorize it as strong reactions because I look at a lot of art. I'm an idiot, though. I look at it and I go, huh, like I don't really get it. Like, that's me. I'm not one to especially this kid. I talked about him uh, last week, this uh, nine year old like uh, uh, savant kid who's painting stuff by punching uh, his boxing gloves up against paintings, and they're selling for thousands of dollars because people think they're so exquisitely done. Uh, Art doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but it does. I've never walked out of a museum or somewhere and been like, well, that was stupid, you know? I've never been angry. It's always a fun experience. It's just not... I don't get it. I wish people would explain more of it to me, like yeah, how might, it's cool. You might leave a little confused, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, confusion's okay. Good. That, that keeps my brain active, by the way. Trying to figure out why Betty said that one piece was so good without telling her I don't get it is the <laughs> most important thing. Let's move on to fighting, shall we? Uh, let me ask you this, Neil. Do you fight in private or in public? Are you willing to have a fight with a loved one, uh, girlfriend, whoever, are you willing to do that in front of other people, or do you try to hide as many of them as possible? I uh, would much rather prefer that be in private. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most of us feel that way, but some people do throw them out there in public. Uh, you will have, on average, 72 arguments with any loved one. Uh, specifically, I think a spouse was looked at in this situation uh, a year. You'll have 72 <laughs> unique and valuable arguments. That sounds low for some reason. Um, and I, re- I was reading part of it, and I kept being like, nah, that's not me. That's not me. It says most of the arguments will come up because of money, how you decorate your home, how much you're supposed to spend on certain things, style choices. I don't fight about any of this stuff, Neil. I'm really easy. Then I found one, how much you spend on gadgets. Oh, I fight about that. Mm -hmm. And I always lose that fight, too. But I try. It's not fighting. I think for me, it's more trying to convince, you know, like, but this will make life better for us to have a 15th Alexa in this room of the house. It's going to make things totally different. This light will also turn on and off with my voice. I don't usually win a lot of those fights, though.
6: And I don't know if I'd call it a fight. It's more of a...
0: A Disagreement. Yeah, disagreement.
6: And it's, you you know, you're trying to persuade Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. More persuasion.
0: Out of these 72 arguments, eight will happen in stores. So they will happen in public places, in stores while trying to purchase things. And again, this is where I kind of like talking more about the in private or in public fighting thing. Because I don't know if it's, if it's unique to my wife, her family, her culture. She won't fight in public. It will not happen. I can disagree on anything. Uh, she won't just let me win. Like, that's not a part of it. She'll just stop having the conversation and walk away. And then the response I've learned after years of being married is we have to leave have the conversation in private, and then choose whether or not to purchase something by going back, it will never, not one time. I can't remotely do, she just doesn't want those things to be in public. It's very much a part of her belief system, and so we don't, we we leave the store, we maybe drive all the way home, it depends on the situation, and then we discuss, and then Craig loses and we never go back. It's actually a genius strategy, because now that we're not in the store anymore, my, my hand is weakened for sure. It's a good move on Betty's part. Yeah, but it, she's it's she's kind of got it, got it down to a T, it sounds like. Honestly, a lot of people do. I think that she's, she's far from alone. Uh, it says 39 of these fights, of these 72 arguments that you have a year, will happen in public places, not just at stores, but in general, 10 will happen in front of fr- friends and family members. And then only 15 will actually happen alone at home. Very much not the case for me. I'm curious about others, Eight two nine two three four five, And you do have those friends, for me, it's actually my, my little brother um, that, like, just the fighting, it can happen anywhere. Like, they can, and it's funny, too, because the thing I'll give credit to my brother and his lovely wife is they get over fights faster than anybody I know. Like, they're willing to do it in front of you. They're willing to disagree. They'll say some mean things to each other. Some things they are like, oh, man, they're really going at it. And then three minutes later, they're totally fine. Because the types of couples, I think, that survive that, you know, fighting in public world are also those couples that are not. Like, a lot of that's for show. I think they've both learned now that the way to win an argument is, is Trump the other person, you know? And you've got to do it. Yeah, it's kind of got to be in right.
6: front, not, I don't want to say audience, but it's got to be in front of people,
0: maybe. they they wow. Well, that's the other thing, and I've learned this at the holidays. This is now, like, I, I had to be taught this, though, because, again, my relationship, where I come from, Betty and I would never have a fight in front of other people. That'll That's locked up. We are 100% public-facing, always very happy people. Any conversations behind closed doors. My brother... And now his wife, now that she knows me pretty well, they've been married a while, will try to rope me. Because I like giving opinions, Neil. Mm-hmm. I, and so halfway through like, the dramatic part of the fight, if I'm popcorning it and just watching, they will both start to say, well, Craig thinks, obviously, I'm right about this. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, that's where you towing a line. It's I know. Like, uh... And I used to dive in. I used to be like, oh, yeah, I do think. And then they'd both yell at me. <laughs> and it's like, wait, I'm not, I'm not at this speed. I can't go here. I don't know what to do. And so now I just, I always like, pretend I don't hear them. That's my version of it. Like, what now? I, I got to go. Well, you, but you've heard it all, but you're, yeah, you just got to kind of play out. I know. I don't know what
6: you're talking about. I didn't hear that. Well, yeah,
0: because c- yeah, the last thing they want to do is explain the whole fight. So, like, if you, if you do be the idiot, eventually they'll give up on getting your opinion just because, you know, it, probably everyone in my family thinks I'm dumb now. His kids are getting old enough to, like, understand the fights, too. So when Uncle Craig has no idea what's going on, probably everyone is now judging my level <laughs> of intelligence. Like, wait, Uncle Craig really doesn't know what they're fighting about? It's been twenty minutes, and he's been sitting at the kitchen table the whole time. He must be an idiot. I know, but it's it, it is a warning out there for anyone that you see the public fight. You gotta you gotta stay out. I don't think I'm shocking anyone with that take, but I had to learn it. I don't know. I thought that maybe look if you're call in if you're a couple that fights in public eight two nine two three four five. It's a weird thing, but like I thought maybe you'd want opinions. Like maybe you wouldn't get me. You know, beat up for it. I thought we're doing this in public for a reason. We want we want people to weigh in. Well, and if if it's the opinion you want to hear, then yeah, <laughs> then then sure, look, right. weigh weigh in all you want. But yeah, if mm-hmm. it's uh, something that they don't want to hear. then yeah, it's going to go then, rogue. Then it's a problem. Uh, two other interesting things from the study: fifty eight percent of people said that sometimes they don't offer an opinion at all when someone tries to you know argue with them in public. Uh, a spouse, significant other, just because they don't want to inflame the conversation anymore, and that is another thing that I, I've seen Betty do. I will bump into a technology thing I want a lot. I'll ask her if she wants it, and she'll be like, "I don't know," and then just try to like end it by not giving an opinion because she knows I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk about its it benefits, and she doesn't want to hear them because we have way too many technology things as is in the house. I wonder is that that what's the biggest? Do you want to say that on the air? Do you want to be in trust tree? Like, what's the biggest thing you guys? disagree on? Is there something, like a, a taste thing like me with the smart technology stuff?
6: Uh, well, my girlfriend desperately wants a dog, so I don't, know if we, oh, yeah. I don't know if we really fight about it. It's just more, it's a lot of, kind, she's kind of like you, she's trying to persuade. She's right. doing a lot of persuasion right now. I got you. I get it. And, and then, tr- you know, trying to fire the points out,
0: well... <laughs>
6: <laughs> yes, I mean it'd be nice. It'd be fun
0: to have a dog, but there are these reasons. This hey, and that. we yeah. gotta clean up after. Right. We gotta do this. Yeah, is she sending a lot of the cute pictures? Oh, I mean, okay, inundated. Yeah, all all the time. Mm-hmm. If I looked at your phone right now, like half the text from her are just I, cute puppies. Probably yes. That's fantastic mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Uh it goes in spurts. Okay. Yeah. Uh what's the puppy of choice? What what kind of breed does she want? She b- likes any type of dog. I uh, don't care. Every every dog is adorable, would which you? is I don't know if that's accurate, but well, to her every dog is cute. If you were to fold, uh would you go little or big dog? Um you're not going to fold. I don't not, think you can answer it.
6: Not I would say medium size, okay. like maybe like a, you know. Like a lab or, you know, dog
0: that size would be fine. I want a monster dog. I want a huge dog, but I can't. We're in, we're in like, you know, we don't own any of our living spaces. Mm -hmm. Even though we have a house now, it's not, we rent it. So I can't, I can't put a like giant St. Bernard in there, but I'd love one man. It'd be so cool. And there's a puppy too, like a a little St. Bernard that then grows into this giant, you know, guard dog that attacks people. I don't think that's what happens. No, I don't think that's happening. could. Right. You know, well, I don't want it to attack. I just want it to defend (laughs) us. I want it to be. It's actually like every dog I think is like this. They will bark violently, but as soon as you get in the home, man, they trust everybody, you know? Like my St. Bernard, I would I would buy that dog, assuming that that people would be afraid of it, but probably once anyone got in the home, the dog would be ah, you're supposed to be here. You're the best. What would you name it? Oh, my St. Bernard? Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a thing I've talked about on the show. I want to name my children Craig. I, I want to pass the name on. I don't know. Um, probably something cool. Maybe something from like, see, though, it's not going to be cool. A lot of people are going to think it's I'm a nerd. My brother wanted to name one of his children after an X-Men character. Oh, and so both he and I support and enjoy the comic books. I probably would lean that direction. Maybe Wolverine sure. would be the name of my St. Bernard That's a good dog name. Yeah, right. Yeah. Be cool. A little Wolverine coming on over. Nice. Hanging out Logan for short. I could use both names. That's, That's true. You know, I got super nerdy right there. Uh, one last thing on the survey and then I got to take another break. Um, What does it take to make a home, was also asked, because people were curious, like, you know, is this fighting in a home or is this fighting in something else? Apparently, you need to have two holiday seasons, two family visits, get this, two barbecues, and at least one Super Bowl party for it to truly be a home. Does that sound at all accurate? It's a lot of of events. It's a lot of events. I know. Uh, Maybe even a family game night, uh, it suggests in there. That's when people truly feel like they've they've moved into their home, not just the, you know, whatever it is. Even if you buy a house, I guess it's not your home yet until you've had these events occur. And some people aren't hosters. So I don't know that this is true for everybody. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I mean, it's, I, I get, yeah, I mean, having
6: people over at least one time or two times to when you first get a new place so sure well the barbecue oh
0: yeah i remember the first like apartment i had after college my buddies and i and like the first barbecue like that felt good you know like going and getting all the products cooking them on the grill having friends come over uh maybe drinking a few drinks like that that felt like i was i was an adult Mm -hmm. that was the first moment where hashtag adulting could have (laughs) been used in my life and I know I just made a bunch of boomers, man. I apologize. Um, but yeah, there was it was cool. So I get the barbecue thing maybe, but maybe just one of these. Nah, I don't think you need them all. All right, I gotta take a break. I'm way behind. A lot more coming up in just a few minutes on it. A- <laughs> it's Craig Collins Joe on AM 1230 WJBC. Just a couple more minutes left of my show. Uh, I'm out of here. I think we get a little Dave Ramsey. We got some high school basketball coming up though, too, so stick around. Um, all night today on AM 1230 WJBC. This story I like a lot uh, because I wonder if we're going to do it here. I wonder if someone, maybe not the town, but some individual would purchase one of these things. The town of Besmere I think that's what it is, in Michigan. It's a small town in Michigan. Has voted to spend 3400 bucks to purchase a device that can smell marijuana plants. And they're going to train their officers to use... The, you actually, it's literally like a giant nose. You hold up to your nose uh, and it can smell... A marijuana plant is called the Nasal Ranger. It is a field olfactor meter, uh, olfacto meter. Is that how you say that? That sounds about right? It sounds right. Okay. Uh, it was made by St. Croix Sensory. It was re- originally released in 2012. The device blends external air with filtered air from a tank. The user manipulates a dial on the side of the machine to evaluate the potency of the odor that they are tracking. And the reason why, even though recreational marijuana is legal there, like it is here, um, the town stinks apparently everywhere you go it smells like marijuana people can't sit out on their porch so people assume uh, that a lot of a lot of individuals are breaking the amount of of pot you can have the amount of pot you can grow uh, version of the law they don't really care about the the you know restrictions there so this sensor i guess will help track down the people who are the biggest offenders of said breaking of that law and start busting them a giant olfactor meter that you put on your face to sniff down the the worst offenders of the the recreational pot laws i think it's got a great name what the nasal ranger it's called the nasal ranger that is pretty that that's is correct pretty funny. i know that's awesome <laughs> i wonder if we'll get one here uh the the mayor of besmer uh said that he is looking forward to using it it would be a shame to spend money and not have it hold up in court so he's hoping that it does work and that it is something that they can use you know as, as a proof that someone was breaking law if they can't find all the proof maybe they can use the rating on the nasal ranger mm. I mean it sounds tricky it, it does sound very yeah. tricky all right I gotta take a break a little bit more uh, uh a, lo- a couple more commercials here and then a little bit more with me and we got